This is Heavyweight Hustle, Calvin Tankman. Tune in to True Hill Heat Podcast. You won't be disappointed. You already know what time it is, man. The young goat in the building. Make sure you tune in to True Hill Heat Podcast. Hello, everyone. It's the hardcore legend Mick Foley wishing a nice day to everyone there, right there at True Hill Heat. Yeah. <laughs> It is WrestleMania 39 Saturday. It's a lot to discuss. We're here an hour early because there's a lot of wrestling going down today. Like the last couple of days, we got NXT stand and deliver at 1 p.m. Eastern time. We got Ness trying to jump into my uh, single intro because he's on CP time. We got all the news to talk about with John Moxley responding to CM Punk's uh, IG post that we talked about last week. We got to talk about all all the shows that have already went down with GCW's The Collected 2023, WrestleCon 2023, Multiverse United, ROH Supercard of Honor, plus much, much more. And of course, our final predictions for NXC Stand and Deliver and WrestleMania 39, Nights 1 and 2. This is True Hill Heat 219. Let's get to it. <laughs> Hello, hello, hello. It is me, it is me, your True Hill Phenom, SP3. We are live on the True Hill Heat YouTube and Facebook for True Hill Heat 219. Roads of Reigns comes to an end. We are here to discuss the latest wrestling news, including... John Moxley responding and clapping back at CM Punk's IG post and sharing some rare criticism of All Elite Wrestling. Recap of this week in wrestling, and it's been a busy week. We had ROH Supercard of Honor last night with three absolutely fantastic match of the year candidates. You have AEW Dynamite with the return of Brian Danielson coming home to the Blackpool Combat Club. Rampage, WWE SmackDown, Raw, NXT. NXT, ROH TV, Impact on Access TV, Impact New Japan, Multiverse United, GCW, Joey Danella, Spring Break 7 last night, Bloodsport 9, For the Culture, GCW versus DDT, DDT goes Hollywood, preview and predictions for NXT Stand and Deliver, plus much, much more. You know it's Saturday, so you know we have the princess of all, the true heels, the beautiful, the lovely, Miss Chrissy Love. How you doing this WrestleMania Saturday, Chrissy? Good morning, everybody. Happy WrestleMania Day. Whoop, whoop. And it's the first of the month. Wake up, wake up, wake up, everybody. Come on. Hey, peeps, what's going on? What's going on? What's up, Ness? How y'all all doing Good morning. today? Good morning. Good morning, peeps. I'm so Good. excited. Exactly. It's a very exciting time. It's a great time to be a wrestling fan, of course. Yep, yep, yep. And we got to have someone in the third chair with us. We decided to bring in one of the people that you know here on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel. Since we're hitting big numbers this week mm -hmm. already, up to 5.51 uh, thousand subscribers. So I brought in the man who's uh, a part responsible for that. You see him every Tuesday yes, on NA3. You see on Thursday over on the Twitch channel on True Hill he uh gaming with blunt impact he is the three time three time three time baby making champion this 
is Ness. Uh, very honored to be here on another episode of True Hill Heat. Excuse my tardiness. I thought we were starting at 10 15. No. CPT, it happens here and there. But uh, yeah, I'm glad to be here. You guys are going to see me a lot uh, today and this weekend in general for all the watch alongs. But WrestleMania Day, it's our Super Bowl, and I hope you guys are all here to have the fun. And I hope all these shows are going to be enjoyable. Yep, yep. Not, a lot to talk about. A lot to talk about. Already, the weekend has been has been great so far, in my opinion, especially with last night's uh, Super Card of Honor. Chrissy, I gotta mute you because there's a lot going on uh, back there. Um, <laughs> but it's it, yeah, kids, it's, it's understandable. It's Saturday morning, and we're an hour early, so I understand. Speaking of which, I can hear mine, but let me go close my door, because I hear them about to come in the house. I love it. I love it. I, I, I see people in the chat say we're on CP time. No, uh, you know, some, some people didn't realize that we were starting a little early. Our producer is not even here. I think he's still he's still asleep and recovering from all the wrestling that we've already uh, seen this past uh, week already. We got yeah, we want to thank you all for joining us, of course, for another edition of True Hill Heat, even an hour early. Some of y'all joining us even earlier, and we appreciate that. Remember to show your appreciation back by dropping the thumbs up on this video share this video with all your wrestling fans friends and family on all your favorite social media platforms if you are new to the true hill heat youtube channel hit that subscribe button hit the bell to stay notified for all the great content here and of course this is an interactive podcast so we want to hear from all of you so sound off in the live chat with your thoughts from this crazy crazy week of professional wrestling all the news and notes we're going to discuss all the major shows that we're going to discuss sound off in the live chat because we want to hear from all of you and of course if you're feeling generous you want to help the you the true hill heat youtube channel grow a super chat donation is the best way to do that helps out the channel helps out the contributors and it will make sure that we highlight your comment on screen uh we got cm in the chat saying cpt it wasn't me it wasn't me i was the I was here on time. Chrissy was here on time for once. Like we were the the, the host. We're here. Producer, not so much. Um, and um he... I, don't do that. That's not nice. Hello, I see you on time. I'm not always late. I can't say this. you can't call yourself the 24 hour king and then not show up 24 hours late. Well, 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 no, no, it's not him. It's, oh, it's, not it's, it's oh, baby Seth. Oh, it's baby Seth. Yeah, well, yeah. He, he's I, even uh, he's even lighter than than Romeo. So, no, um, yeah. well, I'll keep that dig of Romeo in my back pocket. I'm gonna have to use it for later, eventually. <laughs> now you're thinking. Now you're thinking. Romeo's not even awake to respond to that. Um, we got <laughs> the Negro Buck in the chat saying we're live, pal. Happy WrestleMania Saturday, everyone. Uh, we got Marcus Ryan in the chat saying what's up, True Hill Heat. We got Negro Buck. He's ready for Happy Mommy Mania, everyone. Uh, we got. I just got the message from our producer. Oh shit. That's all, he That's all he replied with. Uh, Marcus Ryan said, just want to say uh, prayers go out to Dante Martin. Get well soon. We will definitely be talking about that during today's show. Uh, we got Annika, who's happy to see Ness in the building with us. Uh, we got Marcus Ryan, who shouted out one of the MVPs already of WrestleMania weekend, Elio Del Vikingo, who had two match of the year candidates involving him. He is so good. 
good he is indeed. Uh, we got we got Alan Banky. Don't worry, Alan. You don't have to apologize. He says sorry, SP3, Chrissy, and Ness. I'm late. Just woke up. Hey, you are you're a lot earlier than our producer. That's all. That's all I can say. <laughs> we got CF who says I'm gonna blame SP3 regardless. I know you are. I know you are. That's right, girl. Terrible. Terrible. <laughs> It's fair. It's fair. It's fair. It's fair. I'm, I, you know, I gotta lead by example. Gotta lead by example. They didn't blame. They didn't blame. You know, Smush Parker and Kwame Brown when the Lakers didn't play well in 2005, 2006. They always blame Kobe and Phil Jackson. I'm Phil Jackson. Chrissy is Kobe. So she she gets the the, the blame secondary after the coach. Um, <laughs> you're not you're not smushed, Ness. Don't worry. You're, you're, uh, Lamar, uh, okay. you're, uh, you're uh, Lamar Odom because you do a lot Lamar, of drugs. I, 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 just without the crack. <laughs> <laughs> no, you yeah. didn't hear me. I said you do a lot of drugs and you fall asleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lamar just, Odom. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got Kirk folks in the chat saying welcome to WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh, we got we got. <laughs> I know. Ness ain't talking. <laughs> One of the few times that I actually can, but we're going to, just for a second, we're going to erase and ignore all the times that I've fallen asleep and haven't woken up. So, yeah, just let me, just let me have that one. Just let me have it more. Just, just let him live. Let him live. Let him yeah. live, y'all. Uh, this is a good question. Who has had more matches this weekend? You got to go, you got to throw Vikingo uh, in this conversation because Vikingo was on ROH TV on Thursday, then he was uh, he was on the WrestleCon Super Show as well. Then yesterday he was on uh, the ROA Supercard of Honor and Joey Janela's Spring Break. I, I don't, I think, yeah, he's on the World on Lucha today. Uh, see, we already lost Chrissy. See, I was talking too much, bigging Chrissy up too much. We already lost the internet connection. Uh, Jeff Cobb, he was on Dynamite this week. He yeah. was on uh, Bloodsport 9 in the opener. Then he went to WrestleCon Super, Store, uh, Super Show for the uh, six-man tag with United Empire versus Time Machine. Then I think he was on, well, he was on ROA Supercard yesterday. Uh, what else was he on? Multiverse United on Thursday. Yeah. Uh, yeah uh, but Speedball had three matches on Thursday. He had he went for the Bloodsport show because I was wondering why uh, Coda and Speedball was so early in the show. It was yeah. because he had to jump in an Uber to go to to WrestleCon Super Show to verse. Uh, I think it's Eerie from uh, from DDT, and then he faced. Uh, Hiroshi Did he make Tadahashi. it on time? Yeah, he made it to all his matches. He, he faced Hiroshi wow. Tadahashi yeah. in the main event of Multiverse United. And then yesterday, he was on the GCW versus DDT show. And he was on Joey Janela's Spring Break. That's a whole lot of wrestling for all those guys. Yeah. Credit uh, <laughs> and the week is not even over yet. We're just getting started. I don't, I don't, I don't know how they do it. I asked Speedball how you do it, and he was just like, "Yeah, I just, I just keep myself busy. I can keep myself busy." <laughs> get that money, that Muna. Get that money. Uh, CM saying now, Ness ain't Lamar. He never marry OJ's daughter or do that much crack. <laughs> well, we didn't got to worry about the crack at all. I wouldn't mind getting that Kardashian money though. She would definitely be the breadwinner. I'd be I'd Kevin Federer. Listen, right. Thing. It don't matter what daddy she have. She got the money. That don't, don't even matter. She's going to take good care of you, for sure. All you got to do is do your part. Yep. She don't, they, she don't ask for much. 
She don't ask too much. Just, I can just do don't. The, I, can do, I can definitely do the bare minimum. That's all she has. And she's a clearly a great step a uh, step mom. So you'd be perfectness. Yeah, yeah, hey, bring my whole tribe. That's right. <laughs> and they're gonna blend right on in. Yep. Love it. Love it. Frantic Royal saying Vikingo had a match. Yeah, I said that on the ROH Go Home show. Yeah, he versus Blake Christian, which was one of the best TV matches of the week this week. Uh, we got Marcus Ryan who said Vikingo had to get a private jet. You're not catching no Uber in that LA traffic. I mean, I don't know how Speedball did it. I know Speedball don't got a jet, so I don't know how right. Speedball <laughs> You know how much is the fuel a jet? Shoot. You, who you telling? Who you telling? <laughs> um, Alan, Alan Bakey saying the real question is who is, will be the MVP of WrestleMania weekend? El Higo Del Vikingo or the not the sex doll? You know you gotta you gotta say that name with your chest, Yoshihiko. Yoshihiko, one of the MVPs of WrestleMania weekend. We're going to talk about Yoshihiko and the week that Yoshihiko has had so far, stealing the show on everything. Um, the fact that a doll has had some yeah, yeah. of WrestleMania weekend. Jim Cornette's turning in his grave. You know, Dutch Mantel, they actually showed him that in our Sports Kita chat, and he actually, he actually liked it. He was really? like, he was like he was like, he was like, I the main thing I'm always about. He was like, I'm not like this one of those old school thinkers of oh, this can't be wrestling, this and that. He was like, right. did the crowd respond? He was like, I watched the clip, the crowd respond, so I like it. He was like, hey, we we need this, we need this doll to have wrestling clinics. <laughs> that's, honestly, that's a great way of thinking. That it's like, oh, I'm gonna change with the times. It's not, we don't have to stay in the past, you know. And the fact that he said that the crowd responded, they like it. Nobody. Main, mainly when we hear like these tapes and stuff like that, they ignore all of that, you know. So hey, that's yeah. good. Yeah, that's why that's why Jim Cornette's got such a problem with the Young Bucks and the Orange Cassidy's of the world. They're like, this is not wrestling, but the crowd's responding to it. I, I don't care. It's not what I was brought up on. But I, I like I like people like Dutch, who's been in the business for a while, but understands if the crowd responds, then it worked. <laughs> That's the only that's the only gauge wrestling fans can have. Uh Negro Buck, yes, it is. He says, is that the same blow-up doll that uh Koto Ibushi wrestled? Yes, Yoshihiko. Yoshihiko, say it, say it with me. It's Y-O-S-H-I-H-I-K-O. Yoshihiko. I, I learned the name after this weekend, after the match Yoshihiko had. Uh, we, and he also says we need more vets with Dutch mindset. I, I definitely agree. I definitely agree with you. Uh, but we got to shout out a couple of the people showing our us love on our YouTube channel, Patreon, and on social media with our True Hill roll call, how we start off every edition of the True Hill Heat flagship podcast, our top three conversation starters on the True Hills uh, Facebook group page. You got Dewey Palmer, Alan Weinstein, and number one this week, once again, the Negro Buck, Nick Jackson. Our Patreon backers, we got Nick Jackson, Alan Weinstein, Vala B, Alex McCarthy, Professor Chris, Austin K, you my boy Blue, Yachty, Robert, Steve, Antoine, Fifth Generation Carney, Ladarius, John, aka WrestleScopes, Dan Snide, Kobe, Queen Monet, Dolores, John Martin, DJ Eric, and Beep 
Boog. Thank you so much for contributing to us over at patreon.com forward slash True Hill Heat. We always appreciate the love, and Beep Boop is one of our newest members, so I appreciate you uh, getting on board during WrestleMania week. And let's talk about WrestleMania week with this week's What We Missed. And we're going to start off with last night, in my opinion, one of the best wrestling shows of the year was last night. And no, I'm not talking about the Hall of Fame. No, I'm not talking about SmackDown. I'm talking about ROH Supercard of Honor, which had one of the most spectacular pay-per-view openers I can ever remember as Leo Del Vikingo defeated Commander to retain the AAA Mega Championship. Some of the stuff they were pulling off was just unreal. Unreal. We saw a rope walk into a power bomb. We saw a rope walk destroyer. We uh, it was it was just insanity. Commander with one of the greatest rope walk dives I ever seen. Uh, you had Vikingo with the six thirty to the outside, and the table didn't break, or it even hurt even more to Commander. And then finally put it on with the six thirty. You had the Embassy pulling off a shocking result on this show, beating Matalik, Ar Fox, and Blake Christian to retain the ROA six man tag team titles. We've been talking about it, for- it on this super on this card, obviously. <laughs> I did not do too well myself. Yeah, uh, yeah that makes three, three of us. <laughs> uh, this this is was some BS right here today. Like this is too much. Romeo, okay, first of all, this is a lot. This is then he gives us a damn deadline. Like I've been busy, and I'll be sending messages. Sorry, I mean I got it in on time. The last two ones, thank God, but still, this one was a continue. This one was a surprising result because Brian Cage's contract is supposedly supposed to be done after right, this I weekend. Up a damn team. This that's why I picked them too. Yeah, and yeah, I did too. Some, but, no, they set up. Tony Khan, but, call us. But apparently, apparently, uh, he's he's sticking around a little bit longer. We had Athena <sighs> defeating Yuka Sakazaki in a really good bout to retain the ROH Women's World Championship wow, in amazing. probably the most surprising result of this entire show for me, especially Samoa Joe yeah. defeated Mark Briscoe in, in what oh was a great God. this was a great encounter, but. It was such a heartbreaking loss. It was like, I the crowd was just so sad afterwards. You had Mark's kids in the front row crying. What? Oh, it's like, what are we doing, Who Tony? Did this? I, I know it's long term storytelling, long term booking, but uh, Samoa Joe retains the ROH World Television Championship, showing some respect to Mark Briscoe out after the matchup. Take in this one of the, off the, the books, please. This don't, this shouldn't even count. Like, this, this, I need a recount. Like, this is not fair. This is really not fair, guys. In one of the craziest, wildest uh, multi-team ladder matches I ever remember, we had the Lucha Bros. Won an absolutely insane reach for the sky ladder match to become the new ROH World Tag Team Champions. After the match, they celebrated with Mark Briscoe as well as FTR uh, celebrating their win of the Tag Team Championships. Katsusori Shibata made history by beating Wheeler Yuta to win the ROH Pure Championship. Come on, man. This is some bullshit. I mean, this is 
trash on its finest of days. It's not, it's not trash. This is a good result. I don't mind being wrong about this one. Because yeah. Shibata, the wrestler winning this the pure BS, title, son. made a bunch of sense. And then finally, in the main event, you had Claudio Castanoli defeating okay, Eddie well, Kingston. I got, I got probably a, two of them shits right. That, in, a damn, like, in a fantastic main event to retain the ROH World Championship. After the match, Willa Yuta came out, and it looked like the BCC was about to jump Eddie Kingston when Kasasori Shibata came out to, to have his back and Eddie Kingston cut a profanely laced promo to end the show saying that he's not going, he's not fucking going anywhere and he's he says, Claudio, I'm gonna beat you. So, some more long-term storytelling, but man, oh man, this was a lot of shocking results. What do you think was probably the most heartbreaking or most shocking result of this entire show, Ness? Um, I definitely wanna, I, yeah, I definitely want to go with um, Mark losing. But I, I kind of get it. I'm going to be that guy. I know a lot of people will be like, oh, do it for Jay, do it for Jay. But then there's going to be that other side that's like, oh, he only wanted because, because of, of his brother. Uh, yeah, so like I, mm. I, I totally understand that. But like you said, long-term storytelling, let him actually build up because i felt like he was just thrown in the tv title picture and getting the shot just like literally out of nowhere so actually just let him build it up maybe get another run or get another shot later down the line if joe's still champion or whoever the case may be at the next pay-per-view and then it actually means something a little bit more so we'll see the chase and then um I, I don't even know if I want to mention this yet because we didn't talk about it. If you want to talk about heartbreaking, I don't know about heartbreaking, but some real breaking going on with Dante Martin in that that spot. That's I didn't watch the show, but I seen that clip. My God, that hurt uh, me. I'll show it for Christy Love since you mentioned it here. That was the first like news port of uh, Super Carter Honor we were going to discuss because during the Reach for the Sky ladder match, you had Dante Martin suffer what looked to be a very, very serious injury. During the Reach for the Sky ladder match on last night's show, Martin and Penta were fighting at the top of a ladder when Penta hit him with a Canadian destroyer off a ladder bridge onto the outside, onto a stack of tables, but Martin and came down ugly on his foot and hitting the floor. Oh, what is that backwards? Yes, his oh, lower oh his his oh, lower leg looks oh, to have snapped back oh, in a full break. Uh, Tony Khan did provide an update on Dante Martin. Fucking break, poor thing. Oh my god, this is acting. This family, yes. Uh, this he is crazy. He provided an update on on the top flight member who suffered uh -huh. the serious injury. Khan addressed oh, Martin's status during the post-media scrum, noting that he was sent to the hospital. He said he's at the hospital right now, and right before I came out here, I talked to Darius and Darius there and some of some other good friends. I hope to have a good update soon on Dante. Mm. I know he's in pain, but I wish him the best. Obviously, we're all praying for Dante. Dante's an amazing, an amazing wrestler. Obviously, his brother has been through serious injuries and missed time and we love Darius very much too and we miss Darius when he was out and I think Dante will probably be out of action for some time and I yeah. look forward oh, to now God. Darius taking the time to grow and learn from it but Dante is somebody that's going to be with us for a very 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 long time but man it's like I think Top Flight might be the most unluckiest tag team yes. of all time. Yes. Of all I time. mean, they can't catch a damn break at all. These poor boys. Oh, my goodness. Like, 
Damn. I mean, ooh. I'm, I'm looking at the picture. I'm like, wait, is his leg back? Like, it looked like it turned. I, I'm, I'm happy I didn't see that. Certain things, I'm just like, no. The last one was Penta, and he when he um when he felt when they did that match, I was oh like, the oh, arm, yeah, the his arm. arm. Was, no, like no like this 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 reach for the sky ladder match overachieved. Per first of all, like really? I I thought I thought it was a near five star matchup, but I had to lower my rating because that injury took me out of it completely. Thankfully, like was it was near. Up. <laughs> thankfully, it was near the end of the matchup, so I couldn't take too much off of it. But it was a near perfect multi man matchup. But anytime an injury like that happens, I can't say it's a perfect match because someone someone's career was changed during the course of that. But yeah, you combine you know that with the Mark. Briscoe loss with the Eddie Kingston loss. I don't know. There's going to be some people that have like a sour taste in their mouth after this show. Mm-hmm. Well, the Eddie Kingston loss, I kind of figured that was going to happen. We already knew that was going to happen. Like, <laughs> I, I, was, I, I mean, me, myself, I was like, I mean, it's Eddie Kingston. He always. Yeah, exactly. 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 <laughs> we don't expect him to like, you know, win. Like he just, he's out here to get checks and just give good, uh, give a match. That's but it was, it was after the Mark Briscoe loss that I was like, are yeah. we really going to have the top two baby faces <laughs> here lose in yep. big time title matches? And yes, yeah, that's what we did. And I was like, yeah, I don't know if that was the best move. I don't know. You, you should have had one or the other, in my opinion. Yeah. I, I thought, I thought, I thought Eddie had a chance. I even put it out on Twitter afterwards. But man, oh, that's cute. That's cute. It was a great show. It was a great show. Uh, Alan Banky saying ROA Supercard of Honor was really good. Uh, we uh, <laughs> Annika <laughs> said I might have you get ROH baby. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we also got Frantic World who says Mark Briscoe is going for the world title next. I feel it. I would love that. That would be a great story. So if if they're going to transition him to that, but I think I think the TV title he has to chase that. And I think him beating Joe would be a great moment. And now now people I feel are going to be even more invested in that journey for him. Uh, but yeah, Marcus, this was the the most emotional moment of the night for me. Was during the matchup, Mark went to the corner and acted like he saw Jay and was going to tag him. Uh, yo, that got me right in the in the field. That got me. That was a tearjerker moment. But then he, when he realized Jay wasn't there, he fired up and made his comeback. That was that was a mm. great great storytelling in that match. That's what I said. That match was a great encounter. So I, it makes up for the fact that Mark did not win. He probably uh, did see his brother. Who knows? I wouldn't be surprised. I, I wouldn't be surprised. surprised. Uh, we got Will Chisholm who says SP3. I bet Jimmy was happy. Joe won. I blame him. Yes. Uh, uh, <laughs> Jimmy on AE Ramble was very adamant that he did not think Mark Briscoe should beat Samoa Joe. And, what, and why did he say that? <laughs> because he, he doesn't have a heart, ladies and gentlemen. Um, okay. He doesn't have a heart, and he was like, he was like, I mean, I mean, he was like, he was like, his brother passed away a long time ago. I was like, what are we talking about? It was, oh like, it was like two months ago. <laughs> it was like two months ago. What are we talking about? He he has no heart, ladies and gentlemen. I just want to let everybody know. Just want to let everybody know. Uh, we got Alan Banky who says R.I.P. Damn, we're no, come on. Now, now you're wild. We just talked about Jay Briscoe. Chill. Uh, <laughs> says, These two guys can't catch a break. Nah, they, they definitely can't. Uh, we got Negro Buck who says, and after tonight, um, officially never picking Eddie Kingston to win anything ever again. I think the next Nick, time he, I mean, he gets a shot. Next time he gets a shot. That's it. That's the, that's the time. 
You guys are so cute. <laughs> why, why, why are you going to do us like that? Why are you going to do us like that? <laughs> um, Annika says, dang, I can't be mad that Joe is still champion champ, though. This is true. This is true. Uh, he he deserved it after that matchup. Uh, we got... I mean, uh, I guess so. Frantic Roll, who says, uh, the latter match was really good, but yeah, that spot was not good, but I have some other matches that had messed up, a uh, messed up spot. Yeah, I mean, there, there was, there was some, some, some matches throughout the whole weekend so far that had some messed up spots for people who are giving it five stars, but it had messed up spots, but don't get me started on Romeo star ratings. Those are, wor those are worse than Dave Melters. Uh, we got, <laughs> um, Vala B, who says, uh, Jimmy is a hater, <laughs> <laughs> Leave Jimmy alone. Jimmy just. This is true. This is it, it, it is. It is. It is what it is. Wait, uh, Trinity was at ROH in the we, front row. We get into that. We get oh, into that. Stay I'm sorry. Relax. Okay, y'all still talk about Jimmy. Let's go. I'm moving on. We got a long day. Uh, ROH unveiled their new title designs for at Supercard of Honor on Friday. Is that purple? No, it just, I it's, I think it's, it's, it's the light reflecting. Oh, I'm about to say. I like the new title and the new the new logo on it. The company showed off their new title designs on uh, the Supercar show as well as ROH TV on Honor Club. The new belts are silver with the, the world title side plates featuring the late Jay Briscoe hitting a Jay Driller, which I thought was a beautiful oh, touch. Oh, nice. Oh, cute. And speaking of former ROH World Champions, one of the biggest news is a uh, news of the night from Supercard of Honor was Nigel McGinnis making his return to Ring of Honor, and he joined the commentary team for the event. I don't know if it's been confirmed if he's officially a part of the commentary team, but he Nigel fit in like a glove with Ian Riccoboni and Caprice Coleman playing the third heel role of the commentary team. That is a little too babyface sometimes, so it needs. That, that heel role in there. He did an excellent job on the show. You also had, during the pre-show, the Righteous of Vincent and Dutch made their return to ROH to confront Dark Order's Evil Uno and Stu Grayson. According to the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, the two actually had a tryout with the with uh, WWE a few months ago, but they were not signed at the time, but so far haven't been turned down. The original idea for the pair was to put them in a new faction with Bray Wyatt. At this time, it's said to be a wait and see it situation but we waited and see they showed up at ring of honor so they said no 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 we're not playing flunkies to the guy who uh <laughs> who's the the greatest and then the bell rings before no no Yo, no yeah, we'll go to ring of honor they didn't get much of a reaction, but they still went to Ring of Honor. Hey, it is what it is. Uh, and since Chrissy Love was so anxious to talk about it, sorry, had... I mean, I, I just, so I was as I did just did our my, our Twitter, you know, repost. Sorry, I scroll and then I see Trinity, and I'm like, oh, okay, hey, girl, Trinity Fatu, aka like a whole the, snack out here in the, these streets. The former Naomi was reportedly backstage at ROH Supercard of Honor on Friday. Both PW Insider and Fightful Select reported that Fatu was backstage at the pay-per-view, with Fightful noting that she watched the Athena versus Yuka Sakazaki ROH Women's Championship match up close. Fatu confirmed that she was done with WWE earlier this month, and Fightful also noted that Miro and some other AEW stars not used at the show were backstage at the event. 
former MLW star EJ Nduka was also backstage at the show. But very interesting, Naomi backstage at Ring of Honor. Chrissy Love, do you think this is a sign that she might be thinking about making a move over to All Elite Wrestling? I mean, listen, I wouldn't be mad at it. They can definitely use her over there. She can definitely go with the um, the outsiders, or you can leave her just on ROH. And, like, you know, there's spots for her that can be done very well. She can be a top person that draws people in. What about you, Ness? I would love it. That would bring, that would bring in uh, the demographic that apparently Tony Khan hates. Because <laughs> you know how you know what I'm <laughs> we know how we feel about Tony Khan post the uh, big swole, but I think everybody <laughs> would just come running back if he did that signing. But um, I, I don't I, if he did if she did sign with um AEW, I wouldn't see her on um Ring of Honor. I mean, I'm pretty sure she would do some Ring of Honor stuff, but that's all elite wrestling right there. That she's she's too big of a star. Not saying that Ring of Honor doesn't have the stars and stuff, but you got to get her on weekly television, not on yeah, your that's true. That's true. You know, first program put or put her. She could be a new baddie until you know she's tired of being a baddie. <laughs> she could be her and Jade. Her and yeah, Jade together. Were yes, and we're dancing with each other over at uh, Wally Wally Mania. Mania. Yeah. So, oh, I wish I was there next year. I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna be there. It's oh, yeah. I, 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 I was gonna ask you, Ness. I'm staying. I'm staying at your house. If you gotta ask, are you in Philly, Ness? Oh, it's over. Okay, yeah, we go. We yeah. go. Okay, I'm coming. I'm coming. Yeah, <laughs> so, it's a wrap. They gotta sleep somewhere else that weekend. <laughs> <laughs> we in there. We in the house. We do a true hill go heat. Ness, hey, Ness gonna be on true hill heat next year. We all gonna be live together. There we go. There we go. We we record right from the crib. Yeah, pull up. Make Pull breakfast up. and all. Yeah, always gonna be always dope. Okay, we got this. We can talk about this later. Yeah. All right, it's over. It's over. I'm excited. You got, you got Chrissy. You got Chrissy excited now. We got Chrissy excited. <laughs> I ain't gotta oh, look man. for Airbnb now. Oh, it's over. <laughs> I I will say though, um, Tri uh, Athena said during the post media scrum that uh, Trinity was there to watch her matchup, and she's a friend of hers, and she does want to wrestle her. I will say. Regardless of how you feel about any woman in, in wrestling right now, Athena might be the best women's champion in North America. Like the work she's been doing on Ring of Honor, the match last night with Yuka Sakazaki, the go-home show against Emi Sakura. She keeps delivering time in yes. and time out. This heel turn has been like, it has reignited her to the point of where she was when she was back in NXT, back right. in like 2017, yes. yep. 2018. When she was a champ, like yeah, it just it, you see that same girl that we seen back then on NXT, and it's so unfortunate. Like when she went up, when she was in WWE, she was on the main roster. They didn't give her any of this this time. They they kept her very stale. Like you know, they could have had the. I swear, when people leave, and then you see how much they are flourishing, you be like, damn, y'all had a y'all had something, and you did nothing with it. Like it's so it just sucks. Lacey Evans needs to go over there too. Oh no no no! We don't. We don't. They're like they're like no, like no. We don't. We don't need her. We don't need, need to go to Impact her. because there's I'll, nothing happening with her. Like they'll at least help her. I mean, I think they would help her. I don't know if Impact want her, but uh, I mean, they probably okay. don't. But I think that that would do her some good. Like, it, it would, but uh, I don't know. I'm just saying, know. like girls that do need help, you need to leave where you are because they're not helping you. You're you're just you're just drowning, friends. You know. 
Sorry, not sorry. I forgot about I forgot all about Lacey Evans. They don't even like. Do they even still like showcase her at nope. all? Uh, well, I mean, not, not really. This la- after, <laughs> like, after the last, uh, re- the, uh, yeah, no, they didn't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Sorry. Um, yes, uh, we got Annika in the chat. It says Trinity is a star, so I'm here for a company to truly give her the push she she deserves. Yeah, she came off like a whole a huge superstar. Uh, when when she was at Wale Mania, so I I, I would love to see her in AEW. Honestly, I would love it. I would love it so much. Uh, but yeah, some good stuff coming out of ROA Supercard of Honor. I just want to one more time just talk about how amazing was Vikingo versus Commander. That that was that so far is my match of the weekend. I'm just gonna let it be known now. You gotta guys, we gotta have five matches for the match of the week. You got some time because we got a lot of shows to get through, but okay. gotta have five matches, and I'm I'm letting y'all know. My Kingo and Commander is on it, and uh, it won't probably be the first, the the, la- the first or last time I have my Kingo out of my five matches because that match was insane. They were pulling off stuff that I did not think was possible, and once again, Vikingo was flawless. I feel like Vikingo is like a big arena type of performer because he had he's had matches, you know, in indie shows for GCW, even last night's Joey Janela Spring Break, and not always does the moves he's trying to pull off go well there but it seems like every time he's on an AEW and ROH it's just flawless it's so smooth and he pulls off everything he attempts to do that's the crazy thing my boy texted me and because I didn't get to I'm definitely going to watch that match but boy says like yo who's this Viking nigga and I'm like <laughs> I'm like telling him like yeah he's been wrestling for a couple of years but he's like just now starting to get like recognition in the states um to well to the point where it's like national now not just like yeah. on the indie stuff and he's like yo bro he's like he's like really really good and I man I, I hope we do see more of him um I don't know the relationship Far as these AAA, right? Yeah, AAA. AAA uh, and AEW apparently have repaired and fixed their relationship. Okay, so, all right. So that's yeah. good. Sorry. So I would like to see them in the, just anywhere, like AEW, Impact. You know, Impact's the melting pot of wrestling. What we like to call it on Blunt Impact. So wherever he can get work, I would like. I would want to watch him. The dude's great. You guys know how much I love Lucha Libre. So I'm definitely gonna be checking that match out. Absolutely, you need to. That is like Lucha Libre excellence uh, with Commander. Commander was was awesome as well. Uh, Frantic Lucha World. Libre excellence. I love it, it was. It was. <laughs> they had those fans in, in Cali saying, chanting Lucha, Lucha, and not and not sarcastically like we used mm-hmm, to do for mm-hmm. Lucha House Party. Uh, Frantic World says, I love Heal Athena. Uh, I'll get to Vala B's comment when we get to WWE. Don't worry, Vala B, I got you. Uh, we got Marcus Ryan who says, I want to see Vikingo versus A. AR Fox, that would be dope. AR Fox was the MVP of that six man tag team title match as well. Just to mention it. Uh, and like I said, they, they had three absolutely fantastic matches at ROA Supercard of Honor between the opener with Viking going Commander, the Reach for the Sky ladder match, and Claudio versus Eddie. All three of those matches delivered in their own way, where I wouldn't mind if anyone said any of those three were the match of the night. But. Mm. 
let's get into AEW Dynamite from this week. AEW Dynamite, they did 833,000 viewers this week. So down significantly from last week's show that had Omega, Omega versus Vikingo. But the show did feature Kenny Omega defeating Jeff Cobb in an awesome matchup to retain the IWGP United States Championship. But everybody was talking about the post-match <laughs> as the Blackpool Combat Club surrounded the ring to attack Omega when none other than Brian Danielson made his return. And it looked like uh, Danielson was going to help Omega, but no, 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 not today. Brian then officially turned heel, kneeing uh, Kenny in the face, Love putting it. him in the label lock, rejoining the BCC, and they all jumped Kenny as Brian told Kenny Omega, you're everything that's wrong with professional wrestling. I love this. <laughs> I love this BCC elite feud. Yes. Best thing on t wrestling TV right now. Yes, I said it. Bloodline's been slowing down because we're coming to the end. Uh, we got. We also had. I don't want it to that. <laughs> we also had Jungle Boy beating. Uh, Matt Hardy, post-match AEW world champion MJF, came down for a promo exchange where he revealed his advice to Jungle Boy that he gave him after their Double or Nothing 2020 matchup about ditching his friends and caring about <laughs> yourself. But Jack Perry wants to do it his way and doesn't want to wake up looking in the mirror hating himself like MJF does, which MJF called weak and then brought up his girlfriend Anna Jay, also saying that he was weak between the knees. This led to a brawl with Juggle Boy standing tall, further building up the Four Pillars rivalry. You also had Ruby Soho beating Willow Nightingale in a good match. Post-match, the Outcasts attacked Willow until Riho and Sky Blue attempted to make the save but got overwhelmed by the numbers until AEW Women's World Champion Jamie Hayter made the real save, making her return to a huge pop and staring down with her opponent for next week Riho for the AEW Women's World Championship and then finally in the main event you had Adam Cole baby, made his in-ring return to defeat Daniel Garcia in a solid main event Post-match, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, came down to celebrate with her boyfriend while Chris Jericho came down to get Garcia and teased a potential feud with Adam Cole coming from this. I thought it was another really, really good episode from AEW Dynamite following up from last week's all-time show. Ness, what did you think about AEW Dynamite this week and what did you what would you say was the highlight of the show? Definitely the highlight is um, Brian returning and joining back up with the BCC. Uh, I'm I'm conflicted and torn on. Did this. he leave though? Well, he wasn't going to leave. He's right. not been involved with them, and they've yeah. kind of had the separation because he wanted to help William Regal, while the rest of them was just like, "No, fuck Regal." He turned yeah, on Mike. Gone. Yeah, fuck him. <laughs> and then like the whole—that's the thing. Like he just had like a great babyface run against. Well, anybody's going to be a babyface against MJF. But then, like, they just immediately went back to him being heel. That's but it's it's heel. Heel Brian is fucking top tier. So that's why I'm like in the middle. I, I I'm upset, but I I love it. It's it's uh, I don't know. I'm I'm still gonna watch. I'm still gonna be fully invested. But like you said, the BCC versus the Elite Feud, and then there's so much intertwining with that that it's starting to unravel with like Don Callis and and Hangman and stuff like that. Also, um. 
Damn, what else? I was just about to say something. Uh, I forgot. I'm sorry. Was, Jeff Cobb and, and Omega was. Oh great. yeah, that's great, I, I, great I, that was an awesome that match. Was. Yeah. But yeah, it's 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 a lot. Um, also the um, damn, I forgot. Oh, maybe it'll come back to me. <laughs> Uh, what did you think about this week's AEW Dynamite, Miss Chrissy Love and Brian Danielson coming home, as he said, to the Blackpool Combat Club? I am here for every every bit of it. Um, I was very excited to see him come down, and not only I was like, oh, he he's not gonna help this dude. Like it's it's, it's he gonna help his friends. Like that's his people. Like it's more them, you know. Like it's better. They need to be leveled out and have you know them out because once you add hang hangman. That's when you have a, the equal amount of people. So I'm here for the whole like ROH ish uh, against these guys, you know, AEW new ish guys or whatever. But they always on ROH too. So the you know still well BCC up. versus the elite basically. Okay, fine, whatever. <laughs> you want to be technical? It ain't, it ain't AEW. It's the elite. They just don't it's fuck the elite, with the elite. Okay. <laughs> all right, fine, whatever you want to say. But I'm here for it all. I loved it. I'm. I was happy. To see the ending and like have like this that that like that psychotic like grin on his his face was amazing. Love it. Good shit. I enjoyed the hell out of that angle. That was that was an excellent angle, just how it played out. Even with the fans saying no, 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 when they figured out that Brian Brian was gonna was gonna turn heel. Um, he was he was a baby face. He's been getting cheered like crazy. <laughs> what are we talking about? Would you stop? Would you stop, please? Come Who's on. The, yeah, who wouldn't be a baby face? Anybody, even other heels are baby faces against right. MJF. Like it's MJF. Nobody except, except for Sammy Guevara. Well, which, you know what? which I think I think Sammy should have his promo exchange with MJF this coming week since it's in MJF land of Long Island. Mm, I'll be there. Okay. Oh, you will? Nice. nice. I'll be a chaperone. Be our be our be our uh, on-site correspondent. All right. Sounds there good. you go. There you go. MJF Day. Get an MJF shirt and celebrate MJF. Day. Um, <laughs> you haven't been having really good stuff when you went to their, their shows. No, like, I, I, like, I, I, I made a whole post about that on Twitter that they, they re slacking. Anytime like I go to an AEW show, they don't have a good selection of the shirts. Mm -mm. Like, yeah, the last one I went to, I was like, what was it? Um, uh, Grand Slam. Nothing was there. Like, we had nothing. Trash. Throw it in the garbage. I was and I went to like three stands. I was like, nah, son, this is this is ridiculous. And they all had the same shit at every stand. Gotta have no thanks. Stuff. Come on. They better y'all need to do better. Do better. Uh on a recent edition of the sessions with Renee Baquette, it was time to hear the other side of the story as we have this week in the young, the restless, and the punkless. <laughs> Uh, as it was three-time AEW world champion John Moxley responding to the controversial Instagram post by CM Punk that we talked about on last week's show on if John wants to address the drama that has unfolded. He said, and I quote, no, because nothing has unfolded. It's fucking annoying. Just because somebody says some stupid shit on social media, that's not news, but it is, and it ends up being a thing. 
I don't want to get dragged into this dumb shit. I could fucking unload on a lot of fucking people right now. I start mm. getting dragged into this shit. It tempts me to do that, but I'm not going to fucking sink to that level. Mm. Mm. On working mm. AEW yeah. in 2022 without a contract, uh, Moxley said, I will say this. I'm just going to give you a tidbit of information from my point of view. The entire summer, I was not under contract. No mm. contract, free agent. I was at SummerSlam weekend and fu and wrestling fucking Desperado and shit. The day of SummerSlam, fucking suplexed him on a bunch of aluminum cans and shit, cut in half. <laughs> it was fucking dope. I could have, I could have walked. He says I could have walked into SummerSlam that night with the AEW fucking belt if yeah. I had been so inclined. Nobody knew that because I don't put my shit out there in the world and let everyone know every fucking thing about my business. Mm. On his point of view, the night CM Punk returned from injury, he said, and I quote, that being said, during this time period, the night fucking what's his dicks talking about oh, was man. in was in Minneapolis was the night he came back and was hopping around on one foot, bumping around Jericho Appreciation Society after me and Jericho wrestled. Badass match, by the way. So we're talking... <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're talking later. I'm, I'm loving how he's he's actually really speaking like this though. Like this is him talking. Like he's talking it like he's talking a third person like every other like five seconds. Now keep in mind at this time, this is my whole point. I basically don't work there. For all intents and purposes, I don't even work there. Tony is not my boss. I don't even have to be in this room. I don't have to do shit. So even me being in this room and offering and agreeing to a storyline that puts you over at the pay-per-view, if anything, I'm bending over backwards for Tony and for this dude and for the company and everybody. But I didn't have to. I didn't have to do shit. If anything, I was bending over backwards. So that's it. It's not even controversial. I'm just telling you. On AEW having more drama than anywhere he has worked before, Moxley said, I will say this, and I hate to say it. Uh, I don't think I've ever said anything remotely negative about AEW, but I will say this. As an observer, seems like, you know, I spent eight years in the indies, then a couple of years in WWE developmental, spent like eight years in WWE. I've never seen so much bullshit drama in one place in my entire fucking life. I hate yeah. to say that, but it's like, I don't know if it's because of the age of social media, shit gets blown out of proportion. Mm -hmm. Like one person types one stupid drunk tweet and all of a sudden it's all anybody wants to talk about. Mm -hmm. On the drama taking away from the good stuff going on in AEW, Moxley said, we're sitting up here doing a podcast. You know what we're not talking about? We're not talking about the fucking stellar match by Kingo and Kenny Omega just had. We're not talking about all the cool stuff in AEW. Cool shows happening. We're not talking about this great pay-per-view we just had. We're not talking about anything. We're talking about some bullshit. Let me, mm. let me be clear. The vast majority of people there don't cause any fucking trouble. But they're getting sucked down into the shit like everybody else. There's plenty of people who just want to get better and perform and fucking just do this job, man. It's the best job in the world. There's a lot of that. 
So that is John Moxley, unfiltered, uncensored, a lot of F-bombs, a lot of S-bobs in there, but uh, I think he made it clear that he likes working with AEW, but there's just a lot of bullshit drama being, being made by a couple of select people with CM Punk in particular, who never mentioned by name, he called them this dick, this dude. Uh, Ness, what did you think about what Moxley had to say in response to CM Punk's IG diatribe? And since you weren't with us last, last week, what did you think of CM Punk's IG rant? Well, starting with that, um, <laughs> oh man, uh, it's, it's just getting crazy because we we don't know what's really going on with all, even with all this information that's mm-hmm, out there. Mm-hmm. We got this story versus another person's story is, you know, we're probably never going to get the real story, but I the have story, to yeah. with um with Moxley, like maybe it is the age of social media. Maybe it is not even just social media. Maybe it's the age of the talent People. that's mm-hmm. working there. Uh, as that's well. not a, no excuse. Punk is forty four years well, old. Yeah, I was gonna say he's like, like ten years older than me. Well, that's the, that, that's the thing because like when people are at the older, <laughs> they know it all. You know, everybody they know it all, and everything that I'm saying got to be gospel. You just need to listen to what I'm saying, and mm-hmm. whatever you're saying mm-hmm. is okay. You can have your opinion, but what I'm saying is right. Versus right, the younger right, crowd, right. it's like, oh, I don't give a fuck what you're talking about. I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I want to do. So it's always that's, gonna be that clash. Yeah. But at the end of the day, and I'm gonna throw this dart. I'm pulling Jimmy right now. It starts at the top. Just earlier, you referred to yourself as Phil Jackson. Well, the Phil Jackson of AEW and Tony Khan needs to put more fucking authority on his company. These guys go out there. I don't even know if he's, uh, maybe he doesn't tell them, like, pull events. Yeah, go out there and talk shit about me. That'll get the crowd riled up. Half the time, I don't even think he's telling people to do it. They just go out there and say how they feel. Disrespectful as fuck at times. Like, have you got, like he has no backbone. <laughs> In my opinion, like they go out there, if it's not on TV, it's on social media, like and dude just just comes off just like I don't call him a pussy, but he just comes off like a chump because like, there's no respect for him. So if they don't respect you. They treat him as a friend and their boss. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, of course, you we're gonna have that relationship, but at the end of the day, like you said, you're I'm your boss. Like, dude, mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. got we should have boundaries and guidelines that we have to abide by. Like, yes, I, agree. I don't want to be like we know there's plenty of drama in WWE, but yeah. the way that just like Mox said, the way that it's brought out into the open with AEW, it 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 kind of does hurt the credibility of the company because every week it's something. Yeah. information that we really don't need we we, yeah. we know and like of course we're in an age where we like to know what's going on backstage like that's just that's been for years but now it's just so much that it's a podcast here a tweet here this part like yeah. if it's not somebody that's outside of the company getting inside information from somebody that works there it's somebody that works there that's throwing it out there for the world to see and understand yeah, what's going on and they're working so like I just wish that some of the stuff that that goes on is kept in house and can be um, dealt with it. But with guys like CM Punk, who I wanted this return, I was so happy for him to come back. And (laughs) although that, I feel like he has some points every week. Like you're not even there. You're not there now. Every week you gotta go out of your way to mention them. Oh, oh, your ratings suck. And oh, this guy wanted to. I wanted to do Rocky Three, or he wanted to do Rocky Three. I never even seen Rocky. Like we don't need to know all this shit, bro. Like (laughs) 
No, it's, it's, it's unnecessary, and it's, it just perpetuates. Like the, you're talking the too much. You being like, yeah, exactly. Like I don't know. I, I just want all this shit. That I want them to reconcile somehow. But then, like, and then another thing, like, we hear the stories that, like, they might have been on a road to a reconciliation, and then he goes out and makes a tweet and fucking makes IG story, like, bro, just get over. You don't want to deal with them, yeah. If you don't want to deal with them, and you're not, you're you're not coming back, and you have no plans or whatever the case may be. But on the other side, I'm gonna sound like Mark. Maybe it's all this stuff to build it up to when he if he does come back. People will be like, "Oh shit, I knew it was a work." Oh, see, I told you, I told you, it was a work. I knew it, I knew it. But you know, they waiting for that. They are, they are wet. They are ready I, for that it, shit. They are, can't wait to say, "I told you so." Like exactly. I knew he was. I happens, knew he was I'm working cool. us. Cool. It was. It was one of the. It was one of the greatest works ever. Yeah. But if that's not what happens, then this was all just some petty bullshit that really didn't need to happen. Just because, like like Moxie said, there are guys in the back that are on fucking dark and elevation that can't even get on TV. On TV, weekly. yeah. You yeah. know, and I would rather see them get a chance to just deal with the people that are on there weekly and always in some bullshit, bro. Like, it's, so it's, it's really unnecessary. It's, yep. I, I totally agree with you. And I'm only saying this because our producer, Illa Visley, was thinking that he was talking about the elite. No, he was not no. talking about the elite. Oh, he no, actually, no, no. He actually, no, no, no. Our producer, in the if you if you check our private chat, was like, no, I think he's talking about the elite in some cases. No, he's not. Because <laughs> oh. he went out of his way in the interview to big up the elite. He yeah. was like, he thinks that a lot of the people that hate on the elite really hate themselves. He was like, they are, <laughs> he was like, they are really pioneers in what they've been able to do. They, he was like, for all the bad stuff people said about them, he said, they're some of the nicest people that he knows in this business. And they actually have you know paved the way to create something that he loves in aew mm-hmm. so he's definitely not talking about the elite just to make that clear um <laughs> no matter because i was like i was like why why is the elite bring brought up well, and why are we even thinking of big up the match between uh vikingo and, and omega that he really didn't even have to go out of the way and, and mention that match itself yeah, out of and, he, and, he, and he brought up Hangman Adam Page, how much of yeah. a great guy he is, and why he wanted he he was like he's like he didn't want he didn't he wanted that finish at the uh, Texas Death Match because he wanted to get Page back to where he was before he got messed up and mixed in oh. with the Punk shit. Mm. He said the Punk shit was the thing that really set back Hangman Adam Page because Hangman was really the first homegrown star that AEW created. Yeah. yeah. But there's more CM Punk drama. Don't worry, you got more to discuss here. Uh, as Dax Harwood believes that there is a road open for CM Punk to make his return to AEW and finish his story, quote unquote. He need a day. He need Daddy daycare. He needs somebody to take care of him. The FDR member who no, is a friend of so? Punk's okay. and actually took a picture with CM Punk in LA this weekend before their FTR live show. He spoke with Wrestling Inc. and talked about CM Punk and a possible AEW return amidst the tensions that have been surrounding him since the all-out brawl. He said on whether Punk has a path back to AEW, he said, and I quote, Well, I've always been a pretty optimistic person, even to the point where it's failed in my life and made me feel 
fail. I feel like, yes, there is. And I feel like there could be a point that he comes back. I do also feel that he should come back and he has to finish his story. If he comes back, I want him to come back with a clear head and a clear mind because he deserves to have a finish to his career that he wants. On Believing Punk Should Return, he said, and I quote, if him coming back and finishing his storybook career here gives him a peace of mind, then I think it should happen and will happen. But on the other head of the spectrum, uh, Wade Keller of PW Torch said in a recent podcast that several people on the roster aren't interested in CM Punk returning. Damn. He said, and I quote, the sentiment is he's not welcome back. The wrestlers wow. don't want him back. The vast majority of wrestlers don't want him back. Maybe one or two of the top third of the roster would want him back. And then there's some younger, younger guys who liked him and just thought, Hey, this is a guy I grew up watching. It's cool having him around. Keller noted that in regards to the locker room, he said mostly there's a range of peaceful <laughs> coexistence and really liking each other. And Punk is the exception to that right now. So him going <laughs> off on Instagram like he did really hurt the chances oh, of him God, being welcome back. According to the latest Wrestling Observer newsletter, Punk may have been close to an AEW return before that IG post. He's this. He's uh, Meltzer said in the newsletter that the two sides were said to be working on a reconciliation, which was agreed to at least in principle, as Tony Khan wanted Punk back in the company. This seemed to be why AEW tried to book the United Center for All Out in Chicago this year instead of the smaller Now Arena. It's unknown where talks are at this point, and there are said to be a lot of complicated issues and people with different opinions. However, at one point, Punk was set to return until he made the Instagram post. <laughs> it may still happen, but as noted, there are many many in the locker room that allegedly don't want him there. And the Wrestling Observer Newsletter noted that there are some mm -hmm. who want him back and some who don't, and this didn't help change their minds. So... Chrissy Love, do you Fun. think that CM Punk may have put a foot <laughs> in his fucking mouth with the Instagram post? Absolutely. Uh, poor thing. Like he's, he, he again. I look, I said it last week. It could be a lot of things, but I feel like people are enabling him, and they're saying, "Yeah, do it, do it." I, I'm I I'm truly now believing more and more every day. They're enabling him. And his wife, it starts at with his wife too. She's one of the top people that are, you know, you, you know, we will listen. You guys will listen to us before you listen to someone else. You'll reason with 100%. us. You'll ask us our opinion just to get a different, you know, point. And then we'll tell you what it is. I'm not sure that's happening with them, to be honest. <laughs> because if it was, someone has to be kind of like the reasoning and saying, you know, Maybe you shouldn't do that. Maybe you, you should just chill and just like just enjoy this time and just relax. Get yourself better. I don't know. Like I again, I would love to be a fly on the wall to see what they're talking about, but I kind of feel like he's being enabled now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if if I'm if if I'm listening to my wifey and I see a reporter who's reporting bullshit and I think he's wrong about it, I would expect my wifey to be like. I don't think you should respond to that. I don't think you should respond to that right now. Like you're I, better I than that, boo. Like you, you're, you're, you don't, you don't, you're, you're, you're you don't working your way back. You're you're right. making agreements to come back. I don't think that's gonna help anything. All right. So I don't know. 
I don't know. There's a lot. There's a lot of enablers out there in the fan yeah, base just, as well. So yeah. yeah. But knowing Punk, he doesn't need anybody to enable him. He needs no. himself. <laughs> well, that that's also very true too. It's just like, okay, you know, what are we doing here now? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, how can we like fix this whole like situation? Because again. You you got a lot of enemies, and no one wants to be your friend, and no, no one's wants to, is gonna want to hire you. Like you you come with too much baggage. Yeah. So with that being said, someone really has to, and like for John Moxley to talk about you, like and you know he don't really like he don't say much of much of stuff. Like he's just chill, calm. He smokes cigarettes, and he gonna go sit in the corner somewhere probably. Like if, have a beer. if everybody is saying that you're the problem, you're the just problem. Maybe you might be the problem, and this is what I said last week. You, you, and Punk illegitimately has said this in a promo. If you remember the promo when he came back from his injury about uh, Hangman Adam Page talking about the apology should be as long as the as as loud as the insult. He is the one that has made everything public. So that's why I said last week he needs to publicly take some type of accountability for all this mess. And he yeah. still has yeah. it. All mm -hmm. he keeps mm -hmm. doing is making public the stuff that offended him, that upset him. And he's not uh, taking into account that he needs to publicly address some accountability in the stuff he's done wrong. Mm -hmm. But I don't think yeah. we're ever going to get that. Uh, yeah, I don't know. If uh, I don't know. But yeah, we've we've already said like everyone keep not can't keep saying the same lie. It's you. Right. Yeah, everybody not lying <laughs> on you. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody saying the same lie. Like ten people said the same lie about you. They obviously not lying because there's some truth to it all. Like you're it's you. You're you the problem. That clip of the Simpsons with um <laughs> Principal Skinner. Something's like, <laughs> am I out of touch? No, it's the children that are wrong. That's the info. It's the rest of the AEW locker room that's wrong. No, nah, it ain't me. It ain't me. It ain't me. It's everybody else. Not me. Uh, we got ALW joining us in the chat. I know it's early over on the West Coast. Thanks for joining us this morning, good brother. We got the Negro Buck with a super chat donation. Thank you so much, uh, Nick. We appreciate that love. And he has a great hashtag. Hashtag Punk needs to smoke some weed. And I've seen this multiple times on social media. You that think so? Maybe, maybe he has anxiety? Maybe, maybe CM Punk can let some of this shit go if he just take a pull. Just like yeah, yeah the straight edge life so. ain't is definitely not helping. You look, you look about old like you dick drugs already. So what are we doing? You know what? That's you know I'm not. <laughs> you ain't aging well, bro. Maybe maybe smoke a suck a blunt, smoke a blunt. Points and views. Look at Snoop Dogg. Look at you. Of agreements of all of the look, other people here at look, True Hill Heat. Look, I just want look, you look, know, look, look at Snoop Dogg. <laughs> look at you. What are we doing? Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. Listen, Snoop Dogg is a whole much younger than you. Living his I'm best life too. Living his best life. I'm just saying. I'm just th that too. That too. CM. That too. She says, uh, "Punk needs some cutty." Yes. Shit. I hope you're getting it at home. I hope you he's 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 edible. <laughs> now the edible might make him feel like he gonna lose his fucking mind though. <laughs> yeah, you like, never done it. You never done it for 44 years, and then you do it again. <laughs> Uh, we got Will Chisholm also bringing up, uh, remember what uh, Seth Rollins said about Punk in that interview. Yes, I love that all three S.H.I.E.L.D. members seem to hate CM Punk. I mean, Loki buried them. Well, mainly Reigns, but 
No, but he tried to take credit for all their success. He was like, "Oh, yeah. I'm the one that came up with the idea and stuff like that." What? So I under yeah, you don't yes. remember the 2000 the 2014 for uh interview when he left <sighs> WWE. Got it. So I think that's that's part of the reason why all three of them don't see to like him. So. <laughs> um, and especially but, like they're all they're they're all boys at the end of the day. So if you're talking shit about right. one of us, like I'm gonna take some offense to that. So I, I can definitely see why all of them like don't like him. And all three of them are like all doing like their own respective things. They're all like pretty big, like doing things and he sure. Yeah, see him I'm sorry, uh John, but yep, your boy, he he out here fucking up in these streets, mm-hmm. son. Yes, John, Baby Seth, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't looking it ain't good looking for good. the CM, CM Punk fans <laughs> out here. Uh, Frantic Ralph saying, "Man, I'm trying, Punk friend. Is- I'm trying to like pull something out for, her, but it ain't, it ain't, it's not working in my favor. I'm sorry, friend." He says, "Frantic Ralph says, man, Punk is messing up his payday again." Yo, he uh, is. Yo, yo, he was the biggest thing to come back, and you going. <sighs> Twice ruined it, ruined it. See, see I, I'm pulling back the curtain all day because because uh, our producer <laughs> came late, but he also just messaged us. It was a fun, it was a fun ride for us, though. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. That was great. You gotta put some of these comments in the chat, Johnny. You gotta do that. Uh, Sleeping Angel saying <laughs> Bill just needs to shut the hell up. If you wants to come back, then come back and don't start drama. Yeah, at this point, yeah. That's how hard is that? How hard is that? It's not hard at all. It's not that hard. It's, it's really not, not that hard. It's really not hard. I swear, it's really not hard. We got another super chat donation from the good brother Alan Weinstein. Be like Alan and Negro Buck. Show some love with a super chat donation for this yep. WrestleMania True Hill Heat podcast. We got uh, ALW. Thank you so much. Saying I know we will get there, but I want to talk now about how Uncle Eddie didn't win again. As oh, a we huge... passed that friend. Yeah, we 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 started off the show talking Supercard of Honor, but you you're you're late. The West Coast. We started at seven a.m. So I understand ALW. Don't worry. Oh, um, he enjoy. says. My friend. I appreciate the super chat donation so we can bring it up again. As he says, as a huge Eddie fan, I am sad. I am concerned. It will never happen. I'm sorry <laughs> because of the reaction he got. Guys, I know you guys didn't watch the match, but the, the ending of the match was peak. They 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 ended it at the peak because they ended it with uh, uh Claudio hits the neutralizer and mm-hmm. Eddie kicks out at one and the whole place got on their feet and like erupted. They were like, nice. oh nice. then he gets hit. He gets hit with a running European uppercut and he kicks out at two. They erupt again. Then he picks him up for the Ricola bomb and Eddie reverses it into a Hurricane Rada into a pinfall. Wow. He gets a one, two Claudio reverses it into a sunset flip and gets one, two, three for the win. So it was literally, they booked it as Claudio winning by the skin of his teeth. Like it wasn't, it wasn't. Like you barely won. Yeah, it wasn't Claudio the better man. He was just, he was just this much better instead of this much better. So you can tell they're building the story of Eddie get he's gonna get there because the gap between him and claudio is much smaller than what claudio thought so i mm, believe Eddie he, underest- Kingston, he underestimated me mind games okay i see it i see it and it's a this is aew folks and you know how tony khan books you know he had eddie lose here but when's the next roh uh tapings oh it's this wednesday in Long Island, in New York, 
So I wouldn't be surprised, folks, if they do Eddie versus Claudio. Oh, he's going to be there all during, night. Damn. During okay. that ROH taping, and he wins there. I wouldn't be surprised because that's okay. that's Tony Khan MO. You remember Thunder Rosa lost that revolution 2022, and then two weeks later, they were in Texas. She won because it was her hometown. That I, I wouldn't Got be surprised. You. Okay. 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 All right. I'm just saying. I'm I'm, okay. I'll, I'll be there to let you know. Reading the tea leaves. Yes, let us know. You're going to be the spoiler alert. We'll put it up on Patreon. Don't worry, guys. Um, Alan Pinky saying Punk is going to be the reason that his wife, AJ, will never be able to wrestle anywhere again this shit. But she's retired. <laughs> I don't think she cares that much. I think she's yeah. good. She's good. She's not coming back. No, yeah, she don't. She doesn't care. So She's, she's good. She's good. She uh, wow, right? Yes. Yeah. Which, which uh, I don't know if that was the I best mean, I, yeah, decision. I, I, um, um, <laughs> Negro Buck saying, laugh my ass off. No edibles before the smoke. You got to walk before you run. This is true. This is true. This is good advice. Good advice from a, from a pot heel associate. Uh, but yes, final AEW show from this week before we get into some WWE ahead of WrestleMania 39. You had Rampage last night. You had Sammy Guevara defeating Kanosuke Takeshna in a great opener uh, with Sammy getting another win and pointing to the double or nothing sign, pointing to getting a shot at the AEW World Championship at the next pay-per-view. You had the best friends actually pulling off a win against the Kings of the Black Throne. But by disqualification, after uh, Malachi and Brody put the best friends through a table, hit them with chairs, post-match, House of Black even beat down uh, Orange Cassidy as well to set up an AEW World Trios Championship bout between the House of Black and Orange Cassidy and the best friends this Wednesday at AEW Dynamite. They put together quite the show for you, Chrissy, for this Wednesday with... This match, uh, Riho versus Jamie, FTR versus the Guns, Careers versus Titles, a lot of great stuff for I'm this I'm excited. Wednesday. I can't wait. Cannot wait. Taya, Taya Valkyrie uh, pulled off the win against Marina Shafir with the Jade, I mean the Road to Valhalla, with Jade Cargill looking on. You also had Juice <laughs> Robinson beat Action Andretti with the headlock driver in the main event before being ran off by Ricky Starks. And you're also going to get Ricky Starks versus Juice Robinson this Wednesday as well. Ooh, damn, uh, but, I, but I don't want Juice to lose. Damn, damn. And I don't want Ricky to lose neither. That's hard. Ricky Come on. Rick, please, Ricky. Please. I know. Um, that's what I'm saying. Like, he needs it. In some news from uh, Dynamite this week, but we'll talk about it here. Don Callis was reportedly legitimately hurt during oh, his segment no. on this week's Dynamite. Wednesday show saw the Blackpool Combat Club attack Hangman Adam Page and Callis in a backstage segment. And PW Insider reports that Callis was hurt during the segment. According to the report, Callis hit his head while he was going down for a punch by John Moxley and ended up being hard way busted open. The announcers noted that he was being checked out backstage which was legitimate and according to the latest Wrestling Observer newsletter Callis was taken to the hospital after his fall and spent the night there. He did not suffer a concussion after hitting his head but he did receive a lot of stitches for what was said to be a giant deep gash. And I'm, I'm sad that this might mean that he might be out for a week because Don Callis has been arguably one of my favorite characters mm -hmm. on Dynamite with his role in the whole elite BCC. That backstage segment with him and Omega where he mm -hmm. was like, he was like, he was like, I just slipped. And then he gaslighted Omega. He was like, why would you think you're your friend? Hangman out of age hurt me though. You know what? You know what? I'll, I'll, I'll go handle it. And all the while, Kenny's like, 
I mean, he hit you before. He was like, but I didn't ask you to do that. Like, it was great. It was great. Great stuff. Donna's playing some good. He's playing some oh, some yeah. real crazy role right now. Like it's it's so so good. He's a shit stirrer. Yeah, he's a, he's, 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 he's stirring the, the pot. <laughs> yep. He's the perfect shit stirrer in this whole elite BCC rivalry. But and even in, I think even somebody s- suggested that he might have axed or paid off Moxley to hit him, so he wouldn't <laughs> right. look like he's involved. So. <laughs> and then that's why he's like, "Well, Moxley's oh, yeah. supposed to hit me that hard, you yeah. know." <laughs> exactly, you can't hit me that hard, man. Yeah, you, I got all these stitches now. Like, come on, you were just supposed to make like make it look good. <laughs> we got Negro Black talking about rampage, saying yes. Let House of Black House of Black cook. Uh, we got uh, Annika says so close. I would let uh, House of, uh, Best Friends versus House of Black marinate for a week or two before yep. the actual match. But hey, I, I'm always down for a great great matchup, and I think the real feud is House of Black versus Jericho appreciation. Appreciation, yeah. Uh, we Kick got their asses real good, and just keep going to the next people. Exactly. We got Frantic World alluding to what we're going to talk about now that uh, that Buddy Matthews and Malachi Black was on two different shows last night. Yes, let's get to it. I mean, hello, friends. <laughs> <laughs> Who places at once? Uh, WWE SmackDown was also last night. The show featured Cody Rhodes going full California love uh, and calling his WrestleMania opponent, Roman Reigns, an 11-year company investment that only started paying off in year eight shots fired oh bang bang bang, bang. Um, shots fired son no he, he got some she got some goddamn nerve I'm sorry. before, <laughs> before they had their final face off with the undisputed wwe universal champion roman reigns telling him that he will make him acknowledge him come this sunday at wrestlemania 39 we also had a Excellent promo exchange between the Usos, Kevin Owens, and Sami Zayn ahead of tonight's WrestleMania 39 event. Riyadh Ricochet beat Chad Gable, Eric, and Montez Ford in a fun four-way matchup. You had Raquel Rodriguez defeat uh, Sonya Deville, Natalya, and Shayna Baszler ahead of the oh, WrestleMania showcase match. This Showcase is some match. BS, yo. This, I should this... pick Raquel. Yes. yes. I did too. I did too. Smart move, sir. Uh, <laughs> ahead of the WrestleMania showcase they're match. They're not going to win Sunday. on fucking Sunday anyway. I, I'm sorry. Exactly. That's why they win. Exactly. That's exactly. <laughs> but I mean. <laughs> Ray Mysterio and Ray Mysterio, Ray Mysterio just officially just on your fucking devils. Oh, sorry, my bad. Ray Mysterio officially formed the Latino World Order in WWE with Legado del Fantasma. <laughs> Look at Zelina's face. I love it. Because <laughs> they said they were going to have his back at WrestleMania against Judgment Day. And finally, we had Bobby Lashley. He won the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal by last eliminating Bronson Reed. I yeah, should have picked basically, Bobby. Basically, that was his consolation prize. Yeah, I should have picked Bobby as well. I picked, I picked LA Bobby. Knight. I picked yeah. LA Knight. I'm an idiot. But I, yeah, I'm I'm dumb. I should I damn it. I should, I don't know why I didn't think that was him when but even though it's not even on the WrestleMania card, it was like it's you're the night before. It's like and hey, then then the people that wrestled had to go back and change real quickly. Like they only had like 25 minutes. Like Man. I'll hey, take him winning that match over him taking a loss to fucking Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania. 
I mean, I that's guess true. So. That's true. Um, He's probably going to take the L. You are right. You know, you don't. Um, right. All right. But still, like, damn. Negro Buck saying the LWO segment was awesome. I thought it was cool because it was long term storytelling. Because if you were a WCW fan, the whole angle was about Eddie trying to recruit Ray to yeah. join the LWO, and he never did. So yeah. for him to join it now, long term storytelling. Triple H, you did good. You did good. <laughs> Finally. You did good. <laughs> Uh, we got a lot of love for the LWO in the chat here. Uh, we also got uh, Alan Banky who says, or SP3, you can be like Romeo and have Eddie Kingston be MJF at Grand Slam or how uh, Foley beat The Rock on Raw in 99. No, no, no. I, th I, think, I think we're past that. We need Eddie to actually win a world title and have a reign with it. So ROH World Championship is what we need to go for. Just yeah. Yeah. Simmer down the expectations just a tad. Just a tad. Just a tad. Just, that that world title's been around longer. So okay. uh, we also got Negro Buck who says Cody is the man. Uh, we got uh, I think we have another yeah, another comment here from Vala B who says, Okay, Sid, I'm now fully on board. Roman a thousand days. Cody doesn't deserve to win after quoting Pac in California Love. You can't win with cringe like that. <laughs> It was cool. It was fine. It was a choice, but it was fine. It took, wait a minute. So it took Cody quoting Pac in California Love to get Not everybody on his side. Racism. Ah. None of that. No, like, no, none of that stuff. It took that. Okay. Because he was okay. in California. He wanted to now be quoting. You know why? He, you know, he stole that from what's the name? He, he um, What's the name? Quoted Tupac last week. I ain't a killer. Don't vote, don't vote, don't vote, sir. Don't, don't. <laughs> You stole that yet again, friend. Like now you want to be quoting Tupac stuff in your damn promo. Stealing Man, from Stoke. Come don't, on, something don't, new. Don't steal from the great Stokely Hathaway. Come on, come on, come on. Uh, LWO versus Judgment Day. Yes, you have to have Bad Bunny join the LWO next. Can I say something real quick? So this is just me doing big booking. I'm not even high yet. So <laughs> later, I, now I, we I got a whole day, friend. Say this. Like, what if this is just a ploy that um. Again, because going into it's actually a, a couple stories connected because apparently the might be a double turn. Like I really haven't been following Charlotte and and Rhea like that, but apparently there's like subtle subtleties of a double turn. So what if let's say the no, don't listen to people that that did not come from a reliable source. That's just people who are trying to book their own shit because it's been an awful build. That, oh, they're, like, well, they're, like, they're like, Rhea's the baby face. I don't know what you guys are talking about. No, she's not. Charlotte's supposed to be the baby face. That just didn't work yeah. out for them. Well, let's, I'm just saying, so let, let's, what if they just turn on him at the end of the day and, like, Dom's the leader of the fucking LWO out of nowhere? Not, I'm not booking that. I don't, like, I, I don't, know, I don't even know if I want to see that happen, but it'd just be interesting. i just throw that out there. That I'm would be. That would be. I mean, I've I've seen Dom with an LWO shirt during one of their photo shoots, so would not mind that. And 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 every time I see a legato with uh, Ray segment, it always seems like it's it's just Santos too too over the too top yeah. with his love for him. It's just like, when are you going to turn heel? Because I know that's really right. you. At the end of the day, yeah. I think you're still muted, Chrissy. I see you trying to say something. <laughs> I was like, sorry. Yeah, can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was saying. Um. Yeah. It's just. It's just too good. Like he's just giving you so much love. Like you all of a sudden just love him so much. When we all know that you're a freaking bad guy. You're a hill. 
Like not. Because his son's a piece of shit. So it's like um, how Vince McMahon not gonna do that about John Cena versus Shane. You know what? See, see, Ness, everybody's high in the chat for you. We got Nero Bug says, I'm high enough for both of us right now. And uh, Alan Weinstein says, me too. I'm high. <laughs> I'm hoping that I can get some, because I'm out. I'm, I'm dry. I'm trying to get something before the shows today. But uh, if not, I'll just be drunk on stream with everybody else. There you go. Now you're thinking. Uh, we got uh, we got uh, CM and, uh, and Negro Buck saying, y'all forget, make him say, uh. Oh, say. <laughs> he did do that, lie, too. I wanted one of those t-shirts. I'm mad I never got one. That was the Filthy Animals. That was the fil- that was the LWO. That was Filthy Animals, ladies and gentlemen. Get, Wait, when did Conan up. get so old? I mean, oh, he's, been been a while. He's, he's been a while. You ain't seen him on AEW. He looked old then. Um, he didn't look that. I mean, he didn't look. I mean, he looked like he's in his eighties. Like this. I mean, like he ain't like a, he had no teeth. Like he looked like a grandpa. He probably is a grandpa. He said he looked like he in his eighties. Damn, girl, you you aged him by like twenty years. Um, <laughs> let, let's talk about. I was just very. Days. I was just very taken of a back. Like I'm, I was like, is that who, like? Sting is out wrestling all these people. Is this, I mean, they was all in the same era. Sting, like, yo, Sting been swimming in the fountain. Billy Gunn, like these, all you, these guys was in the same era. And you look at them, and you, and you be like, what happened? Sting swam in the fountain of youth, ladies nah, and gentlemen. Nah, son, and he brought Billy with him. I mean, something is not right. Yeah, like, Billy Gunn, yeah, Billy Gunn's another Billy one. Billy Gunn is this another one. Like, y'all all, like, y'all look decrepit. Like, that's I'm why. Confused. That's why they ain't want Billy to come out with them for the DX reunion. Because he made everybody look old. He oh, everybody I mean, look old. That's I, it's um, so bad. Like, what? No Let's talk way. about some news going into tonight's WrestleMania. Oh wow. A new report has an update on the current plans for the WrestleMania 39 main event for night one. And Fightful Select reports that sources in WWE indicated as of today that Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair had not been told that they would be main eventing and rather it is believed those involved in the universal wwe tag team championship match between the usos kevin owens and Sami Zayn had been told they could prepare for that spot one source in the company said that had been the situation for a couple of weeks and several people in the company have been moving on the assumption that the tag team matchup will be the main event there had been some consideration to have Ripley versus Flair main event since women didn't main event last year, but just about everyone contacted said they thought the tag team championship match should and in fact would be the main event. It was noted that the tag team titles had never main evented WrestleMania and that a man of serious descent had never done so either. And the last time a tag team match main evented WrestleMania was WrestleMania 1. The sources that Fightful Select spoke to believe that it is the Tag Team Championship match will main event, noting it will likely be finalized at Saturday morning's production meeting, which should be about <laughs> to be starting right now. How about to say, uh, it should start, be start like any minute now, huh? Absolutely. But a, I mean, early day. I think we're all in agreement. This should be the main you event should. of WrestleMania because they did jack and shit. With Charlotte versus Rhea. Charlotte, let's let Charlotte and Rhea open up, set the tone for the show. I I think well, no, no, they, no. John Cena, Cena versus Theory is the opener. They've already oh, so that. that that list that they showed is the 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 layout of how the matches will be. No, no, no. They, the 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 oh. layout that they showed is just them promoting stuff for ESPN because that made it seem like Cena in theory like, was the main no, event, yeah. right? Yeah, that's what I, I assume. Cena Cena in theory has been announced as the opener of night one. 
Okay, fine. Okay, well then put the yeah, mask. gotta get in, get out. He's pulling a Brock Lesnar. He yeah, like, he like, you, yeah, I gotta yeah. go to the movie set. Peace out. <laughs> Let me get this L real quick, and I'm gonna be out. I'm gonna be out. Deuces. Deuces. Out. You know, Deuces. see you later. Okay. Deuces. Uh, we got Vala B who says Charlotte was kind of mad about it, probably uh, because this I would mean, be this would be two years in a row. Kevin Owens bumped the women from the main event spot. You know what? I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. I'm not. Just kidding. Part of, they're part of this, the biggest story. The, I think the it's biggest the bi story definitely should. It ties into the main event scene with the world title. Yeah. And then, there like, this is just the biggest story. So, why don't they have both of them main event, both nights? Nothing on the card is more interesting than that. So, we definitely don't want to see those tag matches that they have on there. They should do those on pre shows, the, the showcase match. Yeah, two, yeah the two hours of nothing. That's going to be going on. And we finally got Romeo awake in the land. He says, even if Charlotte and Rio was an amazing belt, you it wasn't. You, doing you, don't his voice? Even if. you don't even have to put even if. It wasn't. It just wasn't. And you still need to show your respect and acknowledge your tribal chief who told you from the start this buildup would fucking suck and it didn't make sense for Rhea to pick Charlotte. But he said, it still wasn't topping the story. The Royal Rumble matches don't always have to main event, especially if a heel is going to go over. Well, if you ask some fans, Rhea's the babyface and Charlotte is the heel. So. <laughs> I had, I, had, I had, see you got me pulling back. See, I'm being very pulling back the curtain on this episode. I'm my good friend Ricky Chino, who's in Los Angeles. He was hey, at Rick. SmackDown, and after the the Charlotte and Rhea video package that they showed on SmackDown, he was like, "Oh God damn it! I give it up to WWE. They made the build up to Rhea versus Charlotte look good." I was like, "Not to me. What the fuck are you smoking? You got they some made good it shit look good like the night before." The, the night before, I was like, I was like, no, right, yeah, you, like <laughs> I was like, I was like, they did the two tricks that WWE always does for lackluster buildups: pull, pull apart Raw and the villain in video package. That's the two things they did for real. They did all the, yeah, they, they did, did a pull apart um, Raw, and they, did a, and they do a, and they do a whole video package, and it makes and it pulls the wool over fans' eyes like ninety five percent of the time, and it fucking annoys me. <laughs> Recency bias. Oh, hey, you guys showing me this right now, right before the show? Oh, yeah, this is great. <laughs> where, where were you the last two months? I feel like Ray, Rhea's been doing a better feud with Ray Mysterio than she has been with Charlotte. Listen, I mean... I'm not trying to fight with you, Romeo. I love you, man. I love you, man. What you talking about? What you talking about? We love you. We love you here. 24-hour king? Come on. I said, you're you're the Bobby the Brain Heating. Queen. He's he's the Bobby the Brain heen into my black gorilla monsoon. This is what Yo, we do. that's yeah, that's what y'all do. What that's correct. Do. I, I, I agree. I, I get the reference. Just the black in front of gorilla that just that sent me <laughs> for a second. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't even think about it like that. Yeah. <laughs> this is why you're here. This is why you get paid the big bucks, friend. Because this is what we need. The the we shouldn't have put those two things together. And then I we laughed at. I totally then, get it. I get that. Then we I, laughed I, at I, it I afterwards. African American. Gorilla, no, that still ain't good. No, um, <laughs> it still don't sound. Yeah, no, we just you just you just Bobby the Brain and African American I, no. Gino Gino Morella. There, there you go. There you go. I mean, listen, we really don't have much. Got got to move on from that. Yeah, I'm about to um, several... <laughs> so, yeah. Next next thing. 
So, so you even like got people happened. in the chat. You got people in the chat. Even uh, several <laughs> legends and stars from WWE and a couple from AEW were in attendance at Friday's WWE Hall of Fame ceremony in Los Angeles. As PW Insider notes, the uh, the a uh, couple of big names were there from AEW, with the list including Malachi Black, who was there with Selena Vega, Buddy Matthews, who was there with Rhea Ripley, and Rhea Ripley had to sit between her real life boyfriend and play boyfriend. Dominic um, and Charlotte Flair. Uh, Charlotte Flair was there with Andrade El Idio. We're all there as a uh, significant mentions being there at the Hall of Fame. So nice turnout from the stars across the wrestling landscape at the show. Uh, speaking of the uh, Hall of Fame ceremony, the biggest moment had to be uh, Dominic Mysterio walking out of his father Ray Mysterio's Hall of Fame speech. But the Wrestling Observer had some big news about Dominic Mysterio this week reporting that everyone backstage in WWE is said to be impressed with Dominic Mysterio and his work with his father leading up to WrestleMania, and it was universally acknowledged that Ray versus Dominic is one of the hottest stories in the company, okay. second to the bloodline. Triple H is said to be very high on Dominic, and there are allegedly long-term plans to make Dominic a star in the future, and I think I said it last week, I've said it on a couple of platforms as well, this is the success of the Triple H regime. Like I said before, the table was already set for him for the bloodline. You could say he made it better, he elevated it, but you have to give the same amount of credit for Triple H that you give for Vince McMahon when it comes to the bloodline. When it comes to Ray and Dominic, 100% or a lot of the percentage of the credit goes to Triple H because this is something that started in his regime and he has played it out masterfully over the last couple of months. But uh, Chrissy, what do you think about Dom getting a push in the future and do you think he deserves it? You muted again. <laughs> Sorry, what kind of a push are we speaking of? Like, are we saying well, they, like a title? They say they, like they say they want to make him a star in the future. Oh, that's cute. I, I, I mean, I can see him getting an like, IC title. Like, uh, main event wise, I don't see that part. But give him like the United States and like make a make a fuckery of that, you know, or make you know get the the IC one too. We don't have a twenty four belt, so oh, that man. won't matter. Um, you're, you're maybe wild. the tag. Like, that's title. a push. <laughs> Would you stop? Like that's a fucking push. Would you stop? What? That's not a push. The twenty four seven title. Are I you mean, fucking kidding me? That you could be wrestling twenty four seven. It's been a known fact. When you uh, have it, you're on TV all the time. Okay, you gotta go back to being muted. Um, Ness, you calling the twenty four seven title a push? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Well, make it, make it. I know you showing. I know you showing you don't like Dominic that much, but damn. No, I love Dominic. What do you mean? <laughs> I like him. I was pushing for him to like be See, like. Who's that, Bryce? Is that Bryce? Even he's saying. Yes. Even yes. he's saying. Even he's saying. Come on, Dominic Mysterio. Yeah. That's not what we're talking about. See, you're all. You're not even all that. You like. Okay. <laughs> She's like, like you all in the Kool Aid. Don't, don't know. Don't like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, uh, man. Speaking of uh, people who should be getting a push after WrestleMania season, someone is in Los Angeles right now, per the WrestlingNews.co. Randy Orton has mm. arrived now in Los Angeles. There's been a lot of speculation about Orton's return ahead of this weekend's two night event. There Randy has been a lot. 
there have been a lot of spec. We'll talk about that as well. Uh, there's been a lot of speculation about Orton's return ahead of this weekend's uh, event, and wrestling wrestling bootmaker Jose G. Sands has revealed that Orton had contacted him about making him some boots for his return. Following mm. a number of reports indicating that Orton is preparing for his in-ring comeback, it was reported that Orton was suspected to be in Los Angeles this weekend. On Twitter, Wrestling Observer's Dave Meltzer has provided an update on randy orton noting that the legend killer is not expected to have any matches anytime soon they still say that he's away he's a ways away from being back due to his back issues meanwhile wwe also brought in gangrel for the weekend and it's likely he will be doing something with edge for the hell in a cell match with finn oh, balor please. on night two of wrestlemania can i take away from finn balor's entrance stop it foolishness I mean, uh, uh, we've we seen the brood entrance. I mean, uh, I still love yeah, we've seen it, it a bunch of times. Like, we, it's yeah. nothing. But we else. haven't seen it with Gangrel. That's the difference. It's been difference. a while, yeah. Did, did he call Christian, too? Like, we might as well just make it a whole family comeback. <laughs> hey, Christian, Christian can't be here. You know, he's, he's doing something elite right now. So, uh, or, or buried alive, whichever one you want yeah. Hey, uh, we got Alan Banky who asks, "Hey, Sid, do you think if that if Rhea wins the women's title, will her and Dom have a live sex celebration oh on the Raw after Mania?" I know you, you would know love what? to see that, but I don't. I don't, think, I don't think they'll do that. Um, they're a little bit PG ish now on. Uh, well, not PG. They're more like family uh, television ish over there. I don't know. And see people in the chat calling out Chrissy Valabi saying that's cold, girl. I'm sorry, that's guys. I mean, I love Dominic. I was, I just was, I don't, again, I don't see him world title ish. I see him more like mid card ish. Sorry. That's fair. Uh, Marcus Ryan with a good shout here saying Randy gonna RKO uh, Cody on Raw. I think that would be a great way to give Cody a hot feud coming out of this. Right, Roman coming out of the yeah. uh, since so, he has to freaking win. And or Orton or even though Orton was thriving as a babyface before he left, he yeah. seems always more comfortable as a heel. Yeah, definitely. I and, mean, right now if, if people just want him back. Because you know, if he comes back, he'll get super cheered, and they're gonna be happy for him to be back. But that that from one story probably won't be as hot as the Bloodline story. But because yeah. everybody knows the history between uh, Cody and Randy, so that would definitely like at least keep Cody up in the uh, the, the the baby face atmosphere. Era and he's kind of been been making references to that run with with Randy throughout yeah. this feud with Co with Roman. So I think it would be a natural tr transition. Uh, and we got a happy birthday for Randy Morton from uh, Chris, My who says that it's his birthday house. today. So. I'm surprised drunk guy in the chat saying it. <laughs> Please, you know, guy, so this celebrate. is the first WrestleMania drunk guy has not been to. I know he is sick right now. Oh, he's. He's, oh, you poor thing. I mean, I'm sad too, but I I know you're really sick. <laughs> you're, you're like dying right now. Like, if he could drive there, he probably would have driven there. He's walking. And, He'll be there by Wednesday. And uh, Alex, I know you you want us to read your comment. I know that's why you have these arrows. But we already talked that about that. We we already talked about that. Me too. So I'm like, who is these can, arrows? And like, you, why you hasn't can, he like blocked him yet? What is this? I'm like, you, the producer is slacking today. No, you can. He could just rewind. I understood Breaking that was news, like Vince. that. 
No, no, you don't even have to read it. Don't read it because we already talked about it. I talked okay, about it sorry. earlier. We talked. We talked about it when we talked about Ring of Honor. So okay, go, you're go. Right. My bad. All he has to do is just rewind back, and if he wants to come back here, just press live afterwards. It's pretty simple. You know what? Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm saying because it's about that time, Christy Love. It's a time for a mix succession. I don't oh, know week yeah. week eleven or something or fuck it. Yes, a uh, new report. Yeah, but there's, yeah. there's no like I don't know. Several updates on the upcoming uh, potential sale of WWE, as well as people in the company thinking Vincent Man may be more involved lately. Fightful Select has posted a lengthy report uh, detailing everything and some information they've received about the potential sale, which WWE has openly acknowledged they're exploring since McMahon returned to the company. According to the report, those within WWE say that they expect the business to pick up after WrestleMania. Several have said that hosting WrestleMania in Los Angeles is right around the time of the possible sale as well as media rights renegotiations and has worked out well from a strategy standpoint. Sources at Comcast with knowledge of WWE have said that even though the company has a long relationship with McMahon and WWE, there's no desire from their end to keep McMahon involved. It should be also be noted that related to a CNBC report said that NBC Universal and Comcast is not currently part of the sale process and appear to be out of the running. The report notes that uh, several sources in potential bidders uh, have said that they would want Stephanie McMahon to return with a source at Disney saying they these companies are doing their due diligence and they're following the news cycles regardless of their public levels of interest. They're aware of the things that would make audiences and staff happy and she seemed to bring a lot of positivity. WWE's progress under Nick Khan was also emphasized and it was a common feeling that WWE has effective teams in its structure and that the company would be a major boost to whatever buyers and streaming service is involved. Involved. It was rightly reported that this man has said that he would be interested in a sale that didn't involve him staying with WWE and something that the report notes he has said both to those high high up in WWE and those close to him personal on a personal level. He has also sought to downplay rumors that he's involved in creative saying that those close to him that he's back specifically to either sell the company or oversee rights fee negotiations. Nearly every source connected with a potential buyer have agreed that the notion of a man staying involved would negatively affect the sale price, leverage, and value of the brand moving ahead. All that said, talent and producers noted several red flags regarding McMahon and creative, with talent noting that there are more late rewrites than usual as of late, and then and then there was and then there had been since McMahon returned, and there had been some strong indicators of characters being adjusted in a way that this McMahon had previously preferred them, which were changed or eased off of when Triple H took over. Talent have noted that there has been some extensive creative that was set forth, but then adjusted at the last minute. And it is important to note that no talent they've heard from have been flat out told that McMahon is involved on a creative level outside of giving some advice. Creative also insists that they had no direct contact with McMahon, nor have they been told that any changes came from him.
McMahon is said to have stayed out of the way when he was backstage at Raw in Boston, though talent noted that he was in the gorilla position, and WWE and McMahon have both been aware that if he were publicly involved, talent morale would take a huge hit and that there's no smoking gun that he is involved. The concerns from talent were said to be so openly talked about in WWE that they made their way to the AEW locker room as well. Fightful Select had some more details on the backstage sign in a new report. According to the update, WWE sources indicated that while the sign has not been changed since July, it's said uh, to use as more of a marker of the production and set design set uh, design area at WWE TV events. And in an even bigger Vincent Man news, according to a new filing with the SEC, Vincent Man is once again an official employee of WWE. McMahon entered an employee agreement that was effective of March 29th, and it's also mm. retroactively to January 9th, 2023, when he returned as executive chairman. He will stay in his current role for two years. So, oh God, is he Here back he or is he back? <laughs> I'm just like, I, I, I'm over this shit. Seriously, this is annoying. He's back. Yeah, and that, better uh, than uh, ever. Face facts, cause your opinion <laughs> don't matter. It's maniac. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Like it's we can't get it. a break. Like, oh god. Like, oh gee whiz. Like, don't you love that he's back? No, but I mean, <laughs> what can you do? <laughs> I can't do nothing. I don't. I don't get paid by them. Like. It ain't, I don't work there. It ain't my damn job. So whatever. Have fun. <laughs> what do you think about this whole mess with uh, Visick Man now officially back as an employee and all the signs that uh, they're talking about backstage that he might be uh, back in a creative role, Ness? Uh, that's going to... Well, honestly, the show hasn't been drastically better that... Um, <laughs> He quote unquote, it wasn't around. Um, I think it was it was it was all right because Triple H really wasn't doing like, in my opinion, wasn't big like thing. doing above and beyond booking and creative stuff outside of the bloodline, outside of Dom and Ray. Everything else on the on these shows is just like blah. Um, but those are two like lightning in a bottle situations. Um, him coming back, if it's officially, people are gonna the morale is gonna drop. Because they, just yeah. like you said, like, people are starting to see that the characters that they were under when he was, you know, officially there before are starting to roll back. And, you know, nobody wants to work under that. On top of the fact, you know, your boss is a fucking, I don't call him, call him, a, call him a rapist, but, you know, he does some. You know what? I'm done. He doesn't do very nice things to, to the the female morale of the company. So, um, Lord, have mercy. that's not something Lord, that you want to be associated Lord. with at the end of the day. On top of, they're trying to do the sale. Other businesses don't want to deal with that as well either, especially with someone that he's making it adamant that he wants to still be in power once the sale happens. So, yeah. it's, it's it's a it's a lot. Like, it, it, it although we're all getting, they're getting paid a lot of money, which at the end of the day, some people have 
morals over the money at the end of the day then you still need to find a way to you know provide for yourself and in in um, well-being and everything but it, it's gonna suck for a lot of the people like a lot of towns not getting used carrying crosses back what the fuck is he done <laughs> like he's one of these guys to come back you know also hit row they came back for whatever reason like they're again, just getting buried by michael cole on commentary exactly so just all this all this praise that was going into it what what does it have to show for it outside of the bloodline and Dom and Ray storylines? Like let's let's call a spade a spade. It's 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 not what a lot of the wrestling fans thought it was. So let's just be honest here. Music to my ears, like what Ness is saying. I've heard Chrissy come over to my side. You know, it just makes you know Romeo and Jimmy and their agenda to call me a Triple H hater. It just makes me feel vindicated. I appreciate y'all who realize that Triple H has put the wool over so many wrestling fans' eyes for the last couple of months because um, the ball. I can give you an example. Ball, example: the women. Uh, Oh, the, <laughs> it literally, it literally yeah. is the literally, the literally. Be, the that could just tell you everything right there. The only you have to you can give the Triple H booking is that he he jumped over the bar that was at the center of the earth that Visek Man set for him before he came <laughs> into power. Like that, that's all he's done. That's all he done. He's he jumped over a bar that was beneath that was beneath the fucking ground, and everybody's like, "Oh, it's he, so much better now." Nah, it's just like slightly. This is more wrestling. That's it. That's and it. one, and one. I mean, he made more. That's it. Yeah, he's made maybe better ma matches of what like they're wrestling more and not doing like stupidness. But other than that, like he's really hasn't done much of a big change for what the company is used to doing. Maybe your pay per views have been better since Vince have left. I can give you that your pay per views, but we're talking like weekly shows. And showcasing your your superstars, that has not changed, friend. Sorry. Nope. Nope. Not at all. Frantic World saying mixes session episode eleven. The WWE is nothing without VKM, brother. Love it. Love it. And yes, and yes, Vala V is another one that has come to this to my side. It's getting it's getting a little bit packed on this bandwagon, but I'm enjoying it. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make more I'm gonna make more room for everybody else. Don't worry. Vala B is at the front because Vala B is one of the people in the but chat. But you know what's crazy? We Been used on. to have these conversations years ago, back yeah. like when when you know he was running NXT like peak NXT, and everybody's like, "Oh, wait till he takes over the main roster." And we're all like, "Well, you know, it's probably not going to be much of a change because." <laughs> It's still gonna be Vince there. The Vince show. Exactly. So like we 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 seen this years ago, like years back. Like but you know, it's nice for the rest of the world to see it now. <laughs> welcome. Welcome guys. Welcome. Uh, thank you, Frantic World says I always <laughs> With you. And ALW says Terrence from Florida and now Vincent from Connecticut. Yes. Indeed. <laughs> indeed. indeed. Vincent from Connecticut. <laughs> Over on Raw this week, uh, we had Cody Rose defeating Solo Sokoa in a, a, a rock solid main event ahead of WrestleMania 39. You had Becky Lynch defeat EO Sky in a very good TV mm -hmm. matchup. This followed Becky cutting a fiery promo on damage control during Miss TV with Lita and Trish Stratus. You also had Braun Strowman, Ricochet, and the Street Profits defeat Viking Raiders and Alpha Academy in a super fun eight-man tag team matchup with Montez Ford 
just defying gravity once again. So some three really now, good that's matches. who you need to push before you push Dominic. <laughs> I think that's a given, though. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. I, I think I think I think Montez is is deserving of a push too. Don't worry, don't worry, Chrissy. I'm with you there. I'm with you. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say. Oh, that's cute. Um, <laughs> uh, Raw, Raw, Raw was up in the ratings. They did 1.8 million this week. In some news coming out for Raw, Logan Paul and contract news time because it's post WrestleMania. I'm so annoyed post- that he is a damn Aries. I can't. I couldn't believe this fool. Ugh, I'm sorry. I thought happy I was birthday to Logan Paul, oh, who God. is said and to he's be- an April baby at that. Ugh. Who is said to be close to the end of his Bobby WWE emoji. contract. As he noted in his latest podcast, Paul appeared on the latest episode of Impulsive and revealed that his contract will be up with his match at, against Seth Rollins at WrestleMania tonight. That means he can lose. Great. Even better. Good job. He said, he said, my contract ends this WrestleMania. My rookie year is about to be up. A good rookie year. According to a report uh, from PW Insider and even bigger news, a top WWE WWE star is nearing the end of their current deal without agreeing to terms on a new one, and it's none other than Drew McIntyre. Per the report, this weekend's WrestleMania 39 appearance by Drew McIntyre could be his last with WWE. Apparently, McIntyre's contract is in the final year, but he and the company have not come to an agreement regarding terms for a new contract. And since his contract... He want money. He wants some money. Show me the coins, friends. He should after what they did to him at Clash of the Castle with the sing along. Um, speaking of, you know what? New, I'm done. Speaking okay. of new contracts, he we gotta to talk about the free. No, we didn't. We gotta talk about the free agency. We're speaking to Give Me Sports. Wrestle Votes noted that WWE is growing more confident they will sign Switchblade Jay White the longer Ooh. he doesn't show up in AEW. Well, damn. Uh, they wrote a. <laughs> they wrote. I heard recently from a source that the longer that Jay White doesn't show up in Jacksonville, the more confident WWE is. As for Kota Ibushi, though, the chances of him showing up in WWE are said to be a lot less high as the belief within the company is that Ibushi has little interest in signing a full-time contract yeah, whether it be WWE Don't do or- it friend I would love to see you in a WWE ring well not technically but I wanted to see you but yeah don't do it friend just stay independent Watch GCW from this past week Yeah, uh, yeah as for I'm saying, uh- <laughs> like, I can watch him other places they don't think he's going to sign a full-time deal with WWE or AEW. There had been some a speculation about White debuting on the Raw after WrestleMania, but with time running low, it's possible the deal is to bring him in might not be finished by then. And one more about contract and maybe a possibly WWE return. Kyrie has been busy since she exited WWE in 2021, and she recently weighed in on a potential return to the company. Speaking with Steve fall of wrestlingnews.co on wanting to be in the Raw Rumble one day, Kyrie said, even now, the WWE Universe, they love Kyrie. Even the wrestlers are like, oh, you're coming to the Raw Rumble this year, right? You're coming, right? It's her favorite pay-per-view of the whole year. She definitely wants to one day wrestle in the Raw Rumble. 
Uh On a potential return to WWE, she said, and I quote, Vince said the door is always open. You're always welcome to come back. If she comes back one day, she would love to team up with Asuka again, team up with EO Sky, or maybe even go against EO Sky. Who knows? On if she felt a sense of accomplishment in her first main roster run, she said it's a little bit of her both. She didn't uh, completely accomplish what she wanted to do because she was in a WrestleMania title match, but on the other hand, she didn't get a singles woman's belt. So that's still maybe one thing she would like to get next time. So some interesting news of people's contract expiring, maybe people coming in. What would you put the percentage on Switchblade Jay White showing up on the Raw after WrestleMania Ness? Uh, I want to, oh, because I don't want to go too high. I'll say, yeah, <laughs> that's uh, uh, I'll say 70%. I feel, wow, like, that's, that's, I feel like that's, that's really high. high. That's, that's, high. High. That's, that's super high. Um, I actually, I'll drop that 40%. I say 40. Chrissy, where would you put it at? I was gonna say like maybe fifty three percent. I don't know. I I don't see it like likely happening right away, especially like if you in talks with like Randy Orton like coming back. But then also you can these are potential people that all can be in a few you know right away. I mean I don't see Jay White losing right away though. I'm just, just no, I don't. I don't either. I don't either. I told but... you put it in a contract, friend. Right, that shit got to be in writing. Because if it don't happen, guess what? You can go chuck the deuces and leave, and they could pay you still. We got uh, John Ali who says he's 50-50 on Switchblade. We got Vala B who's the same. Uh, yeah. Negro Buck is keeping it a buck and saying Coda definitely ain't going to WWE. Oh, hell no. Yeah, he just, yeah, Coda he just got out of a contract with New Japan. Yeah. Like Every time he signs somewhere, something happens. He gets fucked over. So yeah. I don't think he's going to sign to anybody. I was happy to see him on GCW. We're about was to he talk great on GCW? We're going to talk about that in a, in a bit here. Uh, Rickety saying, Drew saying bye-bye. Do you guys think that Drew McIntyre is going to leave WWE? Absolutely I don't not. think so. No. I think he's a company guy for sure. He's a company yeah. guy. He's yeah. not leaving. Them checks and the travel, nope, he's staying right there. He did it once, and then it just propelled him to the main event once he got back. So, just yeah, he's not- he'll, he'll be there. He ain't working in reverse, y'all. Um, <laughs> in a post on her Instagram account, Ronda Rousey shared a clip from her uh, Ronda on the Road vlog. In the in the caption for the clip, she critiqued the booking of her feud with former woman, SmackDown Women's Champion Liv Morgan. She wrote the following, Imagine what our Liv Morgan feud could have been if we weren't hamstrung by a bunch of actorarians uh, who still think they know how to be hip while putting less than five minutes of thought a week into a, each woman's storyline. New I mean, hashtag Rhonda on the road. Dave Meltzer provided more information why Rhonda was not happy with how the feud came together on Tuesday's edition of Wrestling Observer Radio. He said, according to Meltzer, Rousey was not happy with how her Extreme Rules match with Morgan turned out at the WWE Extreme Rules show in October. Rousey and Morgan reportedly wanted to have an edgier matchup that used thumbtacks, but they were shot down. The match saw Rousey defeat Morgan to regain her SmackDown Women's Championship. It's unknown what sparked Rousey to post her recent comments on WWE booking this month, but then worked wrestling. 
Worked Wrestling also provided an update and said that Rousey is not the only one who hasn't been pleased with the women's booking, especially in the lead up to WrestleMania. So, huh. 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 are you are you saying that people in the company agree with SP three? Oh, my heart, my heart just grew ten <laughs> times larger. Thank you, Rhonda. So, despite what Chrissy Love feels about Ronda Rousey, I think one thing is clear. She cares about this woman's division. Like, she's the reason why Liv Morgan got the SmackDown Women's title run. She didn't want to be SmackDown Women's Champion when she wanted back and wanted to go to the tag team division to elevate that. I think Ronda, despite she has not, she has been lackluster in her return. Don't get me wrong. Yes, yes. But she 100% cares about the women's division a lot more than Triple H does, seems to do. Listen. What you gotta say, Chrissy? What you gotta all say? she heard was she was lackluster in her return. That's all. <laughs> I mean, once okay, once she started saying okay, she feels like the way that they're booking, like people that book things for four or five minutes. I agree with her one hundred percent. I'm just shocked that it's coming out of her mouth. Um, for someone that has been hand given things to her, but you know that's the. I've been hand given things. She became. SP, that is a whole other podcast. She elevated. She elevated. She elevated. She made it possible for women women to have jobs in mixed martial arts, which the success of her in mixed martial arts, Triple H, Seven Man, Visek Man, the whole entire company, including Charlotte Flair and some of the women's performers, said if Rousey didn't do that in mixed martial arts, they would have never pushed women in WWE. So I think when she came to WWE, she got everything that she deserved already. Okay, sure. Oh, you're you're Gotta unrelenting. You're unrelenting. Anything else? It's, anything it's else you so want to tell us about so Ronda good. Rousey, friend? Like that we so good. Need to know more about. So good. Vala V says the okay, worst person thanks. you know just said something agreeable. See, that's that's what you got to say. That's all you could have said. That's all you could have said. The worst. Okay, person the you worst know... person that I do not agree with and I do not like just said something that I agree with her on a, a, a little bit. Okay. A broke clock can be right at some time during the day. There yeah, I mean, I did not say she was wrong. I'm just surprised that, you know, it came out of her filthy mouth. That's all. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> her filthy mouth. How dare you? Um, oh. saying, saying, yeah, I'm not a fan. I mean, of listen, you know, I will keep the same energy. I have, there's nothing to sugarcoat around here, friends. Like, I will give her credit where credit is due. And I did that, okay? And I, and I also threw the other stuff in there. That's fine. <laughs> give no me that reason. at least give me but that credit no like come on for no reason that was no reason at all i mean uh is, she okay. definitely seems to care i'll give her that so see even even negro book has to yeah not a fan but yeah she she cares a little bit sure but why you didn't just say it you'd say it on your little uh, you know what next thing that we're going to talk about we're, we, can, we can talk about this all day we're not doing this right now okay we have we are on a short time frame today we gotta Ooh. be finished soon <laughs> That's you, sis. That's you. That's all Me? you. Frantic World says, uh, Triple H, you F up be... now. The women's division is not happy with your booking. So, I mean, I don't see any other Triple H defendants out here. Oh, there goes a Triple H to attorney. There's the Triple H. Oh, there's a, there's a Triple H attorney. Oh, oh, yeah. so it sounds like she calling out a Bruce Pritchard. We know she loves Triple H. Yeah, okay. Okay. Sure thing. Sure thing. Yeah, it was Vince's fault that we got Omos versus Brock. It's Bruce Richards' part. The women are getting booked. Okay, sure thing. 
Sure thing. I love that. I love that pointing fingers. Y'all learned the CM Punk playbook. Pointing yeah. fingers. <laughs> it's crazy that the, the head of creative is okaying all this stuff. So, I mean, you got to like mean, it too, then, at the end of the day. That's true. You must think that it's doing very well. Just saying. Uh, Vala B says 100% with Chrissy on this. See, y'all, y'all some haters. Y'all can't get that hate out of your heart. It's okay. Not um, just that's all w- different. WWE NXT this week, they did 620,000 viewers. So up from last week, the show featured Axiom winning the 20-man battle royal after a thrilling exchange with Nathan Frazier to gain entry into the North American Championship 5-way at Stand and Deliver. You also had Tony D'Angelo and Stax beat Briggs and Jensen to prevent the babyfaces from qualifying for Stand and Deliver. Afterwards, Kayana James was supposed to tell Brooks Jensen the truth about cheating on him, but instead, the Virgin got a—he got on base. The Virgin got on base. He got his first kiss of his entire life. The tale of the Virgin continues. Indy Hartwell defeated. So, who does she cheat on him with? I missed that part of the show because I've been in that. They haven't showed them. They just showed uh, his name is Sebastian. Sebastian. Yeah. Lord have mercy! But she kissed the oh. She kissed him. I don't know where that mouth been. Oh, I like. Uh, I, like how comment- I mean, I like how commentator said that he made it to first base. I was like, yeah, yep. y'all stupid. He got, he got on base. He got on base. Uh, Indy Hartwell <laughs> defeated Ivy Nile and So Ruka to qualify for the uh, NXT Women's Championship ladder match as Stand and Deliver. Roxanne Perez was cleared to compete following her collapse, saying that it was due to anxiety before convincing Shawn Michaels to allow her to enter the NXT Women's Championship ladder match at Stand and Deliver as well. But my God, was that one of the worst segments I've ever seen yeah. on wrestling television. Ness, you watch NXT every oh, week. Was it as bad as I thought it was? Yes, it was. Because the one was uh, triple. I mean, Shawn Michaels and uh, and Roxanne. Yeah, and Roxanne. That whole, yeah, that whole thing was just. If she got injured and you know her anxiety, all this other stuff, but you're gonna put her in the match anyway. What was the whole? point of that point of it yeah what's the whole point you know, of it? saying I like, the story, like oh she's a fighting champion baby face all that blah 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 whatever i don't i don't give a fuck about none of that shit it does not it wasn't needed they, they jumped the shark overbooked that for whatever reason because now you're like okay you had a regular match a badass match at that with mako satamora so that's cool and you got seriously injured off of just a regular match so you're like, oh, you got to slow your roll to get in this ladder match. But no, you can go get in the ladder match and potentially get fucked up 10 times worse, even more. Like, come on, Sean, what are you doing? We know that you took a couple bumps to the head and uh, you lost your smile. Because he can't see correctly, that's why. Yeah, Moxanne could potentially lose her smile as well. But I don't know. I think it was just unnecessary. It, it really wasn't needed. Roxanne got to get jumped by a couple of Marines in Syracuse or something yeah. like that. They're just they're just rewinding all of his freaking uh, greatest hits. It seems uh, we got John Lee who says it felt like very days of our lives. Yeah, yeah it felt like it was filmed in a soap opera. Yeah, yeah it was. Uh, we got ALW says just because he's a virgin doesn't mean he ain't kiss a girl before. No, they literally said that. They that yeah, I'm not I'm not right. ALW. I'm not I'm not saying oh he's a virgin he never kissed. No, they literally said he never had a kiss before. That yeah, was the whole thing. Male Drew Barrymore never been yeah. kissed. 
Yeah. I was saying, how old is this man supposed to be? 1920? I don't even know. He's a grown man. That's all I, I was say, he looked like a grown ass man. Like yeah, he looked at least grown 30. Ass man and never been he's just been a he's been a loser since he's came on our screen. It's just at first when they first debuted, yeah, I'm not a they loser, was like, like they had like some girl. They're like, oh, they're they're basically like the country version of um, in my opinion, uh like Seamus and, and um Drew. and uh, uh um yeah, drink. Like, and, you know, the bar, like, the bar. Yeah. Yeah. So it was something like that. Like, oh, we like to drink. We like to fight. All right, cool. I can get behind that. And then he started putting a little bit too much emotion into his character. And I'm like, all right, this dude's a fucking loser. Like, where all the interests go? I'm not interested in this at all. Uh, y'all, y'all, y'all doing Brooks Jensen like that? My man, my man is not 35. What are we talking about? <laughs> he's, he's 22. He's 22. It's okay to be a virgin at 22, I guess. I, I wasn't a virgin at 22. <laughs> I, I guess. It's okay, but it's okay. I, wasn't a virgin one. I mean, he's yeah, he's gonna be he's gonna be 22 this year. So uh we got the next the next WWE NXT premium live event uh, after stand and deliver today is going to be on May 28th. Uh, in Lowell, Massachusetts, which is a Sunday, but is actually the same date as AEW Double or Nothing. It's going to be NXT Battleground. I'm not sure what the time of the show is going to be, but very interesting WWE booking a show on the same day as Double or Nothing, like they did last year with Worlds Collide when it was on the same date as All Out. What do you think about that, Ness? Petty ass niggas. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, 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 funny enough that um, I seen a, a an excerpt of Sean. Uh, are you going to read something like that? I don't want to say it first. No, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. So he's basically saying like, oh, it's uh, like the holiday weekend. Um, and he kept advertising. Well, not advertising, but he kept punching home that it's free. So I, I feel like he's trying to tell people like, look, you can watch this whenever. If you want to go see the other show. Go ahead and do it. This is going to be on Peacock. He kept saying it's on Peacock. It's for free. It's for free. So no, you pay I for Peacock. Peacock is not free. It's you pay I'm, for that shit. That's a streaming it's service. Five dollars. <laughs> he's, like, he's, he's like it's basically free. I mean, yeah, I mean, I pay the ten dollars portion. Yeah, but if not, it's five. Like I pay five dollars for no commercials. So like, no, you I'd don't. rather I'd you rather go to a show, a uh, live show. I definitely would pick Double or Nothing over fucking. An NXT show, you know, nothing against NXT or nothing like that, but I know what I'm gonna get versus the two shows. At the end of the day, I come home, I can watch it that night or the next day. I can watch it. Like I would definitely way want the experience of being at a live pay per view of such the caliber as Double or Nothing. But again, it's free. It's on PL. It's a PLE on Peacock. You can catch that whenever. Oh man, it, it's just too funny. It's just too funny. WWE yeah. keeps keeps doing this shit. Yeah, they, yeah. He, he, I get it. He's like, oh, it's you know, we this, we're doing it because it's like the family weekend. What was that like Memorial Day weekend? Yeah, so like, yeah. yeah. So he, I, I, people was uh, people at barbecues. People are away. Like people not outside looking and at their television at that time, especially like it was a family thing. People is away. I don't even see that many people traveling, and then on top of that, traveling. To go well, to traveling is mad expensive if, now. If, if it was a main roster show, do you have a better? Well, then we would definitely know it was, it was definitely uh, booked that way for, on purpose. But like, you would get a little bit. It'd be more of a decision there. There's no decision. Me personally, there's no decision making that needs to be had. I already know. Yep. Ahead of time, what the fuck I'd be doing that night? Watching <laughs> double or nothing. Like you don't gotta 
Come on now. Well, yeah. we'll probably be watching both. We're Sunday Night Warriors. We'll be watching both. We'll but, be probably watching both on this channel. Yes. I know which one I'll be paying more attention to. Let's put it that way. Exactly. That's true. Uh, this week, you had Impact on Access TV going into the uh, joint show with New Japan on Thursday. Impact on Access TV was a special countdown episode that saw the debut of Mia Yamashita beating Killer Kelly in a good matchup. Mm. While Josh Alexander's, they showed his final Impact World Championship matchup in an absolute banger against uh, uh, Kenta. And then they had Impact and New Japan's Multiverse United, which had Hiroshi Tadahashi defeating Speedball Mike Bailey in a really good main event. You also had ABC, the Ace and Bay Connection, beating TMDK, Motor City Machine Guns, and Aussie Open in a splendid four-way matchup to retain the Impact World Tag Team Championships. Kenta beat Minoru Suzuki in a hard-hitting fight to retain the Strong Openweight Championship. Jeff Cobb defeated Moose in a solid, very solid, rock-solid Haas yeah, fight. This, this thing, okay. I'm sorry, I can't do good on this one either. <laughs> you also had uh, you also <laughs> you also had Trey Miguel beat Kevin Knight, Clark Connors, Rocky Marrero, Rich Swan, and Frankie Kazarian in a fun scramble match to retain the X Division Championship. Kushida defeated Leo Rush in an awesome Styles Clash, and then Diana Parata defeated Giselle Shaw, Masha Slamovich, and Mia Yamashita to qualify for Rebellion to get a shot at right. Knockouts World Championship. But some sad news involving one of the members of that four-way matchup as oh, Impact God. Wrestling star Giselle Shaw issued a statement alleging that Rick Steiner yelled at her with derogatory language regarding oh, her being Lord. transsexual on uh, uh, transgendered on on Friday. Uh, Shaw's talk took to her Twitter account to note that she was at a WrestleCon autograph signing, and while she was walking to her table, someone was yelling at her, saying she was a man and a piece of trash, filth, oh, and more. Shaw said no. that she kept her head down and went to her table so as to not acknowledge the comments and that later she decided to go see who was saying it, realizing that it was Rick Steiner and that he continued saying it. Shaw noted that she was commenting on it for not for not not for sympathy, but because she felt she had to stand up for herself and others who go through that that sort of thing. Particularly since Friday was International Transgender Day of Visibility, oh, Shaw wow. also noted that while many other wrestling legends there didn't get involved, her peers at Impact Wrestling stood up for her, and that Steiner had used a gay slur against one of them earlier in the day. So, whew. Rick Steiner, you joining the shit list now? That, that's what it sounded like to me. Like that, I was just, I was kind of. You like, know, it's always one person that uh, got to just ruin it and just, uh, just well, don't say nothing. Well, like, doesn't he have a, um, they got that, did they, do they have a Legends contract with WWE right now? I think so, yeah, they do. Yeah, so let's see how, how much of a fucking being a star that they're going to do with that. That bullshit. Yeah, let's see how much they handle this. Man, listen. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know how that's gonna work. I, I didn't even think of that. That is true. Yeah, with their... Like at the end of the day, Giselle Shaw, someone that we've watched on Blood Impact, coming to their own as a, a, a great talent on the show. Which when she first debuted, like I really didn't care for her character, but she like a year, year later, she's like one of the best characters on the show. So, and 
it doesn't cost you anything to fucking be nice to people and mind your business. Like, but shut the fuck up. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> necessary. Uh, it's just, oh no, it is the, so necessary. The simplest thing you could do is shut the fuck up, and the worst thing you could do is open your mouth and prove that you should have shut the fuck up. Exactly. Like the whole I, foot was in his mouth. I mean, the whole thing. Yeah, just down. Yeah, I just don't, I just He's don't choking. understand it. Like that was just so that was so disappointing to find out because we last last year at WrestleMania weekend we were celebrating Rick Steiner and the Steiner brothers for that to all happen. So right, sad, sad, very sad. Uh, in in uh, other sad news regarding Impact Wrestling, though, uh, the next week's episode of Impact Wrestling will see Josh Alexander give up the Impact World Championship. It was announced on Thursday's show that Alexander will give up the title after he was injured and had to undergo surgery to fix a torn bot tricep. Uh, we didn't get your comments on it last week, Ness, since you weren't with us. How did you feel about learning the news of Josh Alexander having to relinquish the title and being injured? Man, it's heartbreaking, honestly, because another guy that we've seen have a tremendous run um, on Impact. Uh, he had great matches with, like, damn, there pretty much everybody he was in the ring with, and for it to come at this, like, to come to a halt in this way, uh, it sucks, you know. And then, like, now he's gonna just be out of action for however long. Um, but the good thing is, in my opinion, hopefully they, they go this angle, you know, when he's ready to come back, whoever's Impact World Champion at the time, you can just put him right back in that top program. Like, look, I never lost, officially lost the title. And you have another banger. I'm hoping it's Macklin. That's a whole nother conversation. But, like, cause that's another storyline that's been going on, too. So that that halts um, a little bit for Macklin as well. Like, it's a lot of stuff that was just going on at the moment, which, you know, it, it, it hurts a couple uh, individuals, not even just Josh alone, but I, I hope he has a speedy recovery and can get back in the ring as soon as possible. Yeah, I hope so because he's he's one of the most underrated, one of the best wrestlers very in much, the world for very sure. Much underrated. And I appreciate everyone in the in the chat, you know, showing love to Giselle Shaw. You got our support here, Giselle, uh, with True Hill Heat. You're you're one of the people I definitely want to interview from Impact Wrestling. So I hope we get the chance to chat one day. But you definitely got our support uh, dealing with that type of shit. And uh, I mean, I, I I don't want fans to to go in on like Braun Breaker because you can't control how your father thinks. But hopefully he right. doesn't, you know, repeat the cycle. Basically, um, yeah. <laughs> that one. Uh, but let's talk about some fun stuff. GCW, the collective, has been going on since Thursday. And boy, oh boy, has it been some fun shows. I'll run through a bunch of uh, all these shows that we're going to mention here. Joey Janela's Spring Break 7 was last night, and it featured the main event of Kota Ibushi defeating Joey Janela in what was an absolute war. Joey Janela crimson mass at the end. And Joey Janela cut one of the best promos of his whole career talking about a few years ago he was depressed with himself he felt complacent he even talked about having to see the woman that he once loved with a new a new person talking about kip savian and penelope ford but he said he loves both of them but he was just in a very dark place and he even thanked 
Tony Khan and AEW for everything that they did for him, but he just wasn't happy in that situation. So he feels liberated being here and being able to do his own show. And then talked about Kota Ibushi leaving the big contract at New Japan. And instead of going to WWE or AEW, he came to GCW. It was such an emotional promo. Got to give it up to Joey Janela for that one. And one of the bigger matches on the show, the East West Express 17 year old Nick Wayne and 23 year old Jordan Oliver became the new GCW World Tag Team Champions by defeating the Motor City Machine Guns in an all action tornado tag team matchup. Uh, Blake Christian won the Grab the Blast Ring DLC uh, matchup to earn a shot at any title he wants in GCW. Maki Def Kill, my new favorite tag team, Maki Ito and Nick Gage defeated Bussy, Nick. Chrissy loves favorite tag team. Uh, I'm going to stop picking pussy because I keep losing, son. Like, they is not that track. I was going to pick Mackie Death Kill, and I'm like, you know what? Nah, let me pick Bussy. Me too. I was like, nah, they, oh they, they're not going to do that to Bussy. Like, Bussy been losing out here. Everything that Sid said so far, I got wrong. Always go with Maki Death Kill. Come on. The, the fucking oh, cutest in the world. Oh, that's the girl that was singing on the song. Oh, yes. come on. Damn the it. The fucking oh. cutest in the world. And the yes. man, Nick Gage. Post-match, Matt Cardona and Steph DeLander attacked Maki Ito and uh, Nick Gage, which led to Masha Slamovich defending the GCW World Championship against SDL, getting the victory in that one. And he also had one of the best matches of the entire weekend as Elio Del Vikingo defeated my, uh, Speedball Mike Bailey in an absolute tremendous encounter. Not five stars, but definitely high <laughs> four and a half. <laughs> And no, because Romeo's like, oh, he had five, two five star matches in a few hours. Now he had a couple no. of botches in this one. He was he 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 was a little tired from the previous match, so I'll give him credit oh, for that. Well, but... I'm sure he, could, he he did it all in one day. <laughs> Exactly. So it's it's not it's not any it's not anything off his back to have a five star match and a four and three quarters or a four and a half star <laughs> match in one day. That's still the same thing. Uh well, but yeah. <laughs> Round it off. Uh, GCW also had their Josh Barnett's Bloodsport 9 show on Thursday, which had another one of the best matches of the weekend with Kota Obushi beating Speedball Mike Bailey in an absolute intense and fabulous seven-minute fight you will ever see. You also had John Moxley defeating Alex Coglin in a brilliant strength versus submission fight. Timothy Thatcher pulled off the upset over Josh yes. Barnett to give him to give Barnett his first loss at his own event. So really great stuff all around with that one. So we're uh, not we're, we didn't fight with a ring. We just had the mat basically. Yeah, yeah. just the mat, no ropes with blood sport. It's just blood it's sport. just fight and wrestle and and strikes it, all day. It, okay. All day. Uh, <laughs> GCW also had their Fall the Culture show, which is all black performers, with our good friend Darius Carter getting the win in the opening channel match. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> good friend of the channel, Darius Carter getting the win. You also good had Brian. Him. Brian Keith defeated Tuco Scorpio. Myron Reed beat Man Like Darius. What is Scorpio doing out here? <laughs> 
Uncle hey. Scorpio. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Marion Reed beat Man Like Darius and Oh, Kevin that's the guy Knight. that was in the, uh, the intro. I was wondering yes. who that was. Okay. Had to play him. Had to play him since he got a win yeah. this weekend. Uh, to retain the, the Black Wrestling Matters title. And Trish Adora defeated uh, Calvin Tankman to retain the Pan-African Diaspora Championship. But we have to talk about the star of WrestleMania weekend. Yoshihiko because GCW <laughs> versus DDT had Yoshihiko a blow up doll main event on uh, the GCW versus DDT show against Cole Radrick wish she wish she, he or they I don't know if they're what they what their pronouns are uh they lost to Cole Radrick but somehow won back their DDT Iron Man championship the East West Express <laughs> defeated the Moonlight Express uh in a very good uh, tag team dream match. You have Yoki uh, Ueno uh, defeated Joey Janela in a terrific encounter. Boosie Another had a... One. Joey Janela just don't... I just don't... I don't... Wait, this what is, is how, happening right yes, now? This is how the Bussy... This is how Bussy versus... Uh, Who's the big person on the rope? Uh, that's uh, the pheromones. That's one half of the pheromones. They wear thongs, basically. That's all you need to see. I don't need to even talk about this match. Uh, DDP goes <laughs> Hollywood was awesome. I have so many questions. Weekend. I have so many questions. Oh, my God. You, DDT goes Hollywood. So Yoshihiko once again steal the show in the opener wow. when, they, when they teamed with Chris Brooks in a loss to 37 Kamina. Uh, and you, they, But they, Yoshihiko then beat their own partner to win back their DDT Ironman Championship. Eddie Kingston and Jun Akiyama beat Dasaki Yayumo. Uh, and then you also had Kanosuke Takeshina defeating Yoka Ino in a superb main event. One of the best matches of the weekend as well. WrestleCon was this weekend, starting on Thursday with the March Hitchcock Memorial Super Show. You had El Ego Del Fikingo get another win there as he. So beat he's Kam been winning all weekend. He's the MVP so far for me of the weekend. Uh, he beat Commander and Taurus in a wild three-way matchup to retain the AAA Mega Championship. And you also had the United Empire's Jeff Cobb and Aussie Open beat Time Machine of uh, Kushida and Motor City Machine Guns. You had Tokyo Joshi Pro live in Los Angeles yesterday with the magical Sugar Rabbits of Yuka, Yuka Sakazaki and uh, Princess of Princess champion Mizuki defeat one to a million, Maki Ito and Mayu Yamashita, uh, Yamashita, excuse me, to win the <laughs> Princess Champion Tag Team Championships, and Rika Tatsumi beat Billy Starks to retain the Princess International Championship. And then the final show that we missed was ROH TV on Honor Club, which had an amazing high flying bout with Vikingo uh, defeating uh, Blake Christian. That was just high flying excellence once again from Vikingo. Yeah. Had Athena beat Emi Sakura in a hard-hitting bout to retain the ROH Women's World Championship. Post-match, Athena tried to injure Sakura until Yuka Sakazaki made the save and brawled with the ROH Women's World Champion. And Eddie Kingston defeated Christopher Daniels in a good bout. Post-match, Claudio came out to confront Kingston, who called out Claudio for not doing business and signing with WWE and dressing like a fucking clown. He said fucking <laughs> clown on TV. Yes, he did. Uh, with, uh, and he said that uh, he said that in a profanity lace promo as only Uncle Eddie can. But that was all that we missed. So much 
from this week because it was WrestleMania, the start of WrestleMania week. We got previews and predictions to do for NXT Stand and Deliver as well as WrestleMania, but I want to highlight some comments. Uh, Frantic World asking me, what is this, SP3? <laughs> We'd all I like mean, to know. I Someone mean, said a human centipede. Yes, it was. It was a it was a ten person human centipede. Yes, ten wow. person human centipede. That's um, very interesting. Okay. We got you, my boy Blue, saying we're getting uh, demonetized. I just want to. I just want to know. I just want to note that I did not put that in the notes, so I don't even know why our producer put that in the back end. So that's not on me. That's on our producer. Um, <laughs> Which one? <laughs> <laughs> We got you, my boy Blue, who says, "Damn, this show was packed. There was a so many, so many shows." Yeah. Uh, we got you, my boy Blue, who said, "Yo, Mike Bailey is going for the Iron Man award. He had that last year. I think it's between him and Vikingo for who had the the biggest, the biggest show, uh, the the MVP so far of WrestleMania week." CM mentioning from for the culture, West Coast versus the world was a banger too. That was a really good matchup. That was a lot of fun. So yeah, there was a lot of great stuff uh, from this week uh, from WrestleMania week, GCW, the collective WrestleCon. So it brings us to our match of the week portion. Like I said, got to come up with five. Got to come up with five. I got to go to my my notes, my star rating notes to, to figure out who's going to be which, in my which, five. Who gets what? I, I I I did I did my star rating, most of my star ratings for this weekend. So I'll start from here and then I'll work my way up. I, I'm going to go with at number five. This is tough. Uh, I'll go with. Claudio Castanoli versus Eddie Kingston from ROH Supercard of Honor. I really enjoyed the hell out of that one. I will give an honorable mention to Obushi versus Speedball and Obushi versus Janela from uh, from from uh, GCW events this weekend. Those were all great, but I, I just, there's only so much. You know what? I'll give I'll give number four. <laughs> To Kota Obushi versus Speedball Mike Bailey from Bloodsport 9. That was fantastic. Okay. Um, number three, I'm going to go with the Reach for the Sky ladder match. That was just an awesome, an awesome matchup. Ooh. Only really messed up by that injury to Dante Martin. Uh, number, number two, I'm going to go with Vikingo versus Speedball Mike Bailey from Joey Janela's Spring Break 7. Just a great matchup with the two MVPs of the weekend so far. And then number one, Vikingo versus Commander from ROH Supercard of Honor. Oh. Spoiler alert, I gave that one five stars. That's a five-star match. Vikingo's got two five-star matches. He's tied with Kenny Omega now for the most five-star matches. <laughs> Chrissy Love, what's your five for the week? Okay, so, I mean, I didn't see everything, so um, I'm going to have to just go. Um Five, I'll give Becky EO. Four, I'll give to um, Athena and I don't know the other girl name. I saw the clips online um, this morning. Uh, uh, so that would be number four. Number three would be... Um, Cody and S Solo. Two would be hmm. 
Damn, what can I get two to? Damn. <laughs> trying to think. I know what my number one is. I'm trying to think what two is. I had it down. I should have wrote it down. Fuck it. Um. Hmm, hmm. Oh, uh, give it to uh, um, Cole and uh, Garcia. Garcia, and then Omega and um, Juice. Omega and Cobb, you mean? Yeah, Jeff Cobb, Cobb. That one. I know. <laughs> Damn it, Jeff Cobb. That's what. I, not Juice Robinson. It was Jeff Cobb. Fuck. They mix me up, you know. They, uh, you know what I meant, guys. I'm sorry. Ness, what's your what's your five for the week? I'm gonna be. I'm not even gonna lie to you. The only thing I saw live was Raw and NXT, and I'm not about to say any of those matches were the top matches for me this week. <laughs> so I'm just. I want to watch everything that we've seen. Like guys were talking about, far as the GCW shows, the Ring of Honor, Supercard, Supercard of Honor. I want to watch those shows. And then maybe next week I'll come in the chat and be like, hey, this is from last week. This here's here they are. Do that, friend. I'm gonna make sure I'm gonna make a note of that. I'm gonna throw that in the chat (laughs) next week. I mean, I can't. Come on, man. I'm I you guys got these great lists and all these great shows. I mean, mine was great. I didn't even watch it. I didn't watch all the good shows that you know he watched. You you see more than just raw and NXT. I'm not putting anything from NXT on that list, first of all. Like, I'll just say that. The final three minutes of the Battle Royal with Axiom and... That, yeah, I can, yeah, I'll definitely say that, because that was a banger. And I don't want to put, like, uh, the eight-man tag from Monday Night Raw. Cody and Sokola, Cody and Soul, I'll throw it up there. That's, I'll just throw that one. That's my match of the week so far. I I miss Dynamite Live, even though I know um, that uh, fucking Omega and, and Jeff Cobb. So, I'll do that. Megan Jeff Cobb is one, Cody and Solo is two, and I'll just I'll just mm-hmm. keep it at the two for right now. <laughs> fair enough. Okay, fair yeah, enough. but you could have given us just three. That's fair, you know. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Right, See, my, we can take one. The- Alan Bakey giving us six and stuff, so yeah, it's fine. Gosh, yeah, <laughs> Thanks, Alan. He just couldn't give an honorable mention. He had to give a six person. Yeah. Gotta give a six. <laughs> no honorable mention. No, it's just six. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they, uh, they think this is Josh saying to Ness's defense, he fell asleep on Monday again. Again, exactly. Listen, you that's got kids, you got work. It's three, hard out here. Like, but no, I, I was actually out of work pretty early on Monday, so I can't even use that against you. But it was just Monday Damn, night raw. Like, it's Monday night raw. I don't it be puts, honest. It puts, it puts people to sleep. Honest. It's fine. It was just it's Monday fine. night raw. It's fine. Uh, the commentary got... from the shout out to the good bros of the uh smart life uh not smart, smart, life, psychology. smart psychology podcast the good brothers that you know joined us for the raw, raw watch along that was oh those, that's what they're actually, from nice yeah that was more fun than actually watching Always. raw so yeah that's good <laughs> let's do our preview and predictions we got starting in well, less than 20 yeah, minutes yeah less than 20 oh, wow. minutes we oh. got stand and deliver so we're gonna, make this rapid, <laughs> we're gonna make this rapid fire here we got unsanctioned matchup for stand and deliver oh well for oh we'll start right here i guess uh winner <laughs> winner gets a chase you you got chase you represented by uh andre chase Thea Hale, uh, Duke Hudson, and Tyler Bate versus the Schism. Winner gets the university. Who you got, Ness? Unfortunately, I got Schism. Schism I don't know why definitely... I got Schism, but I got Schism. Schism is definitely taking the university over, unfortunately, because the other guy, he doesn't even want to be in the damn university. It's yeah, only the, guy, the girl and the girl who's equally and very annoying and the guy that's the, the you, you know. You don't like Thea Hale? She's, she's so she's annoying. 
she's very she's over so the over the top yeah, I but get, i guess I, that's yeah. her that's the gimmick like that's potential I, I just see the potential but like yeah like, right like, now yeah i get just it. bring it to her, like adrenaline be like running in her system son like it just be just like going we're unanimous there. I'm going with the schism as well. Unsanctioned match. Johnny Gargano goes one-on-one with Grayson Waller. Of course, uh, Johnny was attacked by Grayson upon his leaving NXT a year and a half ago. He's come back. He's got attacked by Grayson in front of this kid. I'm going with Johnny. He got to get revenge for Quill. Chrissy? Yeah, go with Johnny. He, he, yeah, Quill, Quill definitely needs um. That's uh, who you got. Yeah, unanimous. Um, and actually, I just want to uh, make a point from I watched the the preview that you guys did on Stand and Deliver, and it being unsanctioned. I feel as though I agree with you in the sense that it's unsanctioned, so the the loss doesn't count against Grayson Waller. That that makes the most sense. NXT oh, tag that's what that meant? Okay, fine. Yeah, yeah, it means it doesn't count. Uh NXT tag team championships on the line in a three-way. Gallus will defend against the Creed brothers and Tony D'Angelo and Stax. I think you keep it on Gallus here since they just won the titles. Who you I got? Like, I don't like none of these guys. <laughs> Who you got I, I, I I'm picking the Creed, but I kind of see that Gallus retains, unfortunately. But I, I would like the Creed's the win. Chrissy? I guess I'll pick Gallus. <laughs> NXT Women's Tag Team titles on the line as the tale of the Virgin continues. Kiana James. Oh, I, hope, and I, hope these bitch, I hope these chicks lose. Oh, um, Kiana James and Fallon Henley versus Isla Dawn and Alba Fire. I'm going with Donna Fire. Who you got? Donna Fire, friend. That's Donna Fire. fire. I, love, I love them. I like Donna that. Fire. Put that shit on Donna a t shirt, yo. I like that. Yeah, Donna Fire. I love them. I like ever since they put Alba Fire with her, I think Alba Fire has been even on even more. Like she's better with her than as a yeah. singles competitor, I feel like. I like I wasn't even on board, but these two right here, they are golden heat. I mean, give the heat. I love them. <laughs> this is true. This no, is already, they're both two makeshift tag teams. That's all their tag team division is. I mean, uh, NXT North American Championship. This right here might steal the whole weekend, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be I mean, Wesley be defending against Dragon Lee, Axiom, JD McDonough, and Ilya Dragunov. Who you got, Ness? I'm going to go with Axiom. I think this whole chase that he's been doing should hopefully pay off tonight, but we'll see. Who you got, Chrissy? How long homeboy had this belt now? He's had it since October. Oh yeah, it's time to okay, yeah, it's time to give Axiom then, yeah. I'm going with uh, JD McDonough. You got to. Matter of fact, yeah, I was gonna say either Axiom or JD McDonough. I wouldn't be mad at either one. JD McDonough so much, and he's been fucking losing. So I'm like, no, I'm not. Oh, you're just like you're tired of losing. I'm throwing my phone. Apparently, NXT is doing a pre-show, so Chase U and Schism's on right now. Someone tell us in the chat. Oh my god, are you kidding me right now? NXT women's women's championship line. All right, um, Romeo, you, you got, can send a card out because then you I got Roxanne Perez, Roxanne Perez versus uh, Zoe Stark versus Gigi Dolan versus Tiffany Stratton, Stratton versus Lyra Valkyria versus oh, well, Hartwell. I'm going. I'm going with Tiffany Stratton. Who you got? Yes. Tiffany, Tiffany. It's Tiffany, Tiffany for sure. Tiffany. And finally, Braun Breaker will go one-on-one -on -one with Carmelo Hayes for the NXT Championship. This if Carmelo Hayes does not win this this thing right here, the, I mean, throw the whole show 
in the garbage. Bron throw it in the garbage. Out of here. He better win. Better. That's he who you can't got. catch no fucking L's no more. Like Mellow don't stop miss. disrespecting this boy. Stop. I'm going. I'm going with Mellow as well. Now we go to WrestleMania Night One tonight. It's going to be the opener: WWE United States Championship up for grabs. Austin Theory versus John Cena. I'm going to go with Cena now. Uh, I don't know. I just think they. I don't know how they would start the show with uh, heel winning. So I'll go with Cena. Ness. I'm going to go with Theory. I think he's. It's, it's not going to be a clean victory. But, no, I feel like it. Yeah. yeah. I, I want to say theory as well too. I don't want him to win, but yeah, I just don't see Cena out here like defending that belt right now. He's busy. He's booked and busy. Braun Breaker Ricochet will face the Viking Raiders versus the Street Profits versus Alpha Academy you in the run, WrestleMania. Braun Strowman. <laughs> Braun, oh, Braun Strowman. Excuse me. Braun Strowman and Ricochet. Uh, you can see how much I care about this. I'm going with the Viking Raiders. Ness. Yeah, I pick Viking Raiders. They seem like the, they need this the most out of everybody here. Chrissy. Mm. Alpha. Seth Rollins will go one on one with Logan Paul. This might be one of the better matches on WrestleMania, oh, but yeah. I'll go with Seth Rollins. Who you got, Chrissy? Seth freaking Rollins. He better win. It's Logan Paul's birthday, right? Yeah. Seth Rollins. <laughs> that's how that that's how WWE books. Your hometown and your birthday. You ain't winning. They don't give a fuck. Father versus son. It's Ray Ooh. versus Dominic Mysterio. I'm going with Ray to get the win, actually. Chrissy. Really, Ray? Wow, okay. Um, I'm gonna go Dom. I'm, I'm going with Dom too, but uh, I, I'm going with Dom. Ray Ray doesn't need it, and I feel like he wants to put his son over. But yeah. I would be mad if he wins. If he if wins, right? Exactly. I agree with you, Ness. Absolutely, totally. Becky Lynch, Trish Stratus, and Lita will face Damage Control. <laughs> I, I'm going to go with Damage Control to finally you... get a damn win. This is Ness. Can it? It has to happen. All the months I've been fucking picking damage control. And I don't think that has taken any damage. Is my listening in the prediction polls because they've been fucking losing. <laughs> they keep so losing. Tonight it had it has to happen. It you think the heels will win? Finally. Well, they're not gonna win the title, so they're gonna no. okay. I see what yeah, you're no. saying. Okay. Yeah. What you got? Come on, I'm rapid fire. We got I'm going back in them. I'm going back to <laughs> Becky, Lita, Trish. SmackDown Women's Championship, Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley. Rhea's got to win. Yeah. Rhea. Rhea Rhea has to win. Rhea there. And undisputed WWE Tag Team Championships. Hopefully the main oh. event is the Usos versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Give me Stenerico hitting the <sighs> J-Driller for the win. Ness, who you got? So I know you wasn't a fan of this name. Shout out Sat E. The Wild Sam Owens. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm going with Sammy Zayn and Kevin Owens. Oh, Chrissy. I'm going bloodline. I don't care. You don't care. Uh, then we got night two. Uh, you got Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez versus Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler versus Natalia and Shotzi versus Sonya Deville and Chelsea Green. I'm going with Ronda and Shayna. Chrissy? Ronda, Shayna. Nice. Unanimous. 
Brock Lesnar will go one on one with Omos. Brock's gonna F five a large man. Ness. Yeah, yeah, this yeah, that's obvious. This is Brock. <laughs> Christy. Uh, Brock. I mean, yeah, Brock. <laughs> <laughs> Hell in a cell is gonna be Edge going one on one with the demon, Finn Balor. I got the, the demon Finn Balor has to win. Yeah. Demon Finn Balor better win. Like <laughs> He better win. <laughs> the demon is not out here to be losing. Intercontinental Championship up for grabs. Triple threat match. Gunther defends against Sheamus and Drew McIntyre. Give me Gunther, longest reigning Gunther. Intercontinental Champion. Gunther. Gunther. Ness? I, I'm going to go with Sheamus. I felt like back at Clash of the Castle, like that, that fucking banger they put on last year, um, the fanfare behind that, the people felt like they wanted him to win as well. So maybe he gets his WrestleMania moment here. Oh, because he's never won this belt. He's won everything else but this. Yeah. Well, why does he have to win every belt? I, I, right, don't, understand. I don't understand that argument He's not going to be a Grand Slam <laughs> champion. Like every, why does everybody have to be a Grand Slam champion? It dilutes the whole value of that, why everybody gets to get it. Uh, Raw Women's Championship up for grabs. Bianca Belair defends against Asuka. I'm going with Bianca here. Ness, I'm going Bianca. Yeah, Bianca. Bianca. Unanimous. I'm and sorry, then, Asuka will have to take this L, unfortunately, but... <sighs> sorry. And then finally, undisputed WWE Universal Championship, Roman Reigns will defend oh against God, Cody Devontae Rhodes. Cody's going to save racism once again and <laughs> win it for the culture. Oh, you whippy. Uh, Chrissy, who you got? Roman. I respect it. Roman a thousand. Roman a thousand. Uh, Ness, who you got? Wouldn't be mad at that, but he got to finish the story. He might not want to see it happen, but gotta finish the story. Going with Cody. Gotta finish the story. Whoopee. Woo. Uh, the person that was handed everything to him since he's been back. Yay. Yay. AJ Styles but, didn't get this type of treatment. I mean, he kind of did. Uh, but yes. That, he, did it all? Like, I don't know. he won it very quick. Uh, he won it six months in. But yes, that brings us to a close on our preview and predictions for Stand and Deliver WrestleMania 39 nights one and two. Our watch along for Stand and Deliver is about to start in about seven minutes. So join us here live. Stay locked here. Romeo and the gang will be here for the start of the main show for NXT Stand and Deliver. And then tonight we got 8 p.m. Eastern time, WrestleMania 39. Watch along. Ness, thank you so much for joining us. Let the people know where they can follow you on social media, good brother. Guys, can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, skinny underscore underscore Kravitz, right here on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel. Not going to list all the shows because we got to get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) And congrats to you guys on 100. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, Congratulations, guys. These guys watch what is argue, what many people agree is the worst show in WWE every single week, and they make it entertaining for you. So go out of your way to watch NXT every Tuesday, even if you're not watching NXT. Let them watch it for you. That's what I yep. say. Follow the game. <laughs> um, Chrissy, let the people know where they can follow you. Sis. Um, we had our episode of Server Face Hill drop yesterday, so I hope you go and watch it. Please like it. Um, we had to record it, so please love it and like it. Thanks. A bunch uh Stephanie is enjoying uh LA. She's out there with all the peeps. Um, other than that, you can follow me on IG, Twitter, Facebook. Uh IG is listed for you on the screen. Twitter is uh True Hill Chrissy Love. And I will be on watch alongs uh this weekend. So yes, 
Uh, True Hill family gets first dibs. Everybody else has to wait. Thanks. Bye. I agree. I agree with that. But yes, you can follow me on this Twitter machine at True Hill SP3. Follow the gang Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at True Hill Heat. Patreon.com forward slash True Hill Heat. Three dollars a month. Our prediction championship is going on. It ends the season three after WrestleMania night two tomorrow. So stay locked over there for this three dollars a month. You get exclusive content plus the prediction championship. Like Chrissy said, check out Servant Facing Heels number twenty-two from yesterday that dropped check out our wrestlemania 39 preview our nxt stand and deliver preview check out tonight 8 p.m eastern time wrestlemania 39 night one watch along with romeo and the gang he'll be doing romeo mania over on his channel for romeo anthony cologne and on twitch.tv forward slash true gaming in between this and the start of our nxt stand and deliver watch along started in just five minutes so stay locked here on the true hill heat youtube channel we appreciate all of y'all joining us for a very early edition of the true hill heat flagship podcast for ness for chrissy love it is me it is me your true hill phenom sp3 this has been true hill heat 219 roads of rains stops here we are signing off until next time Peace, y'all. Enjoy WrestleMania Saturday. Get high and drunk. Okay, bye.